Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, September 26, 2022. Today on the Ether, part one of a two part Cheppy Space How Do We Capture Donald Kwan? Let's take a listen. I just a question to you. Uh, so, what happened, or what is the future of Luna Classic? Uh, what is the reason that? Uh, recently, uh, the last three months, the Luna Classics has the lowest rate in the different uh, websites and the platforms. And what uh, what's the next is position like uh, six months, uh, one year on future? So how can you see how this currency is grow? And what is the criteria and what is the current situation of the world? Uh, after recovery of the all of situation like Russia Ukraine war, so you believe the uh, this uh, currency has moved in future, yes or no? So just is three of my simple question. Thank you. Uh, yes, yes, and yes. Uh, Zara, are you here? Oh no, sorry, not Zara. Lavender. Uh, yes. Lavender. How would you, if you were to put Anum? How do you say your name, Anum Mazari? Is that your name? Is that correct? Yeah. How how would you sing that if you were to sing it to a small child? Oh Lavender. well, um, Mazari is a really nice name. I really love her name, and I think it's very melodic in nature. So I would probably be telling a story about the princess Doctor Anu Mazari coming through. I don't know. Well, she's in Manchester, so uh, probably the Lake District. She's like a mountain fairy, right? So I'd go, um. Anu Mazari, Anu Mazari, she's coming to give us all food and flowers. Anu Mazari, Anu Mazari, we love her. Yeah. That would what I would do. JK is yeah. beatboxing in the background. I like it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Um, I don't know if that answered her question, but basically, yeah, like... Uh, um, crypto is thought to be doing well long term and like maybe uh, Luna Classic, mm. people are super interested and uh, maybe it'll go up in price. Maybe it won't. And then we have like, uh, I don't know, we have like a lot of people working really hard to make uh, really cool stuff. Yeah, I also think if you've studied um, classic philosophy and, and looked at Google's incompleteness theorems, you'll have to admit at a certain point that some questions don't have answers. And also, some answers don't have questions. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Xerox ears. Bonjour. Yeah. What do you think about... Uh, you, you, you have been on the run for a very long time. You have been a hacker. You've stolen hundreds of millions of dollars. Maybe not so much in the billions like uh, Do Kwan. But if you had taken all sorts of uh, like crypto money, 
Where would you escape to on this planet? What would be your destination? And how would you hide there? Uh, well, you know, Sefi, the last time I shared this information with everybody here, uh, the Interpol were coming to my flat along with uh, Chad Parafort and the Thorchain team. They were breaking into my flat and I had to escape. So I'm not going to share exactly where I am, but it is somewhere that, remind, re, that rhymes with the Latican, Latican city in, uh, in Rome. Uh, this is where I'm hiding right now. It mm. rhymes it, with Laticum. Zero says, is it true that Chad Barraford uses his penis as a weapon? I, it was very dark, so it's hard to know what it was that he used to slap me with. But I can say it felt a little bit like a penis. I know what a, uh, a penis is feeling like, uh, a bit, as we say in France. I know what it feels like when he slaps on my thigh. And, uh, you know, he seemed a bit like it might be one. Bruce, did you happen to see Do Kwan in Colombia, in Medi Medellin, or whatever you pronounce it? No, no, I haven't seen him yet. But I think if you have billions and millions of dollars, you can easily take people's faces and sew them to your own face. So there's a high chance that like one of these Mexican midgets or Colombian drug hussies or whoever else um, is Do Kwan staring through their eyes with the, the sheath of another person's face stuck to them. So you, but you were you able to like maybe do an investigation while you were at Cosmoverse while like in between all these like women you were meeting? Um, you know, because the thing is like, you, it seems like from the conversations that we had, you've been distracted. Like almost like you went to Colombia to meet girls, but not necessarily to like research crypto or like find Do Kwan or like do anything of any use. That's kind of what my mm -hmm. sense is. Yeah, absolutely. He hasn't been. I would say you're correct. You're correct. So you haven't gone to the breakout sessions and conference room B then? I've, I've gone to listen to the speakers. I went to the speakers dinner yesterday. I partied a bit before Cosmova started. Um, I had a browse around the, the initial thing, the show earlier. Um, but, but I would say most of these people are losers. You know, they, they smell, they stink. I don't want to be around them. I think they're complete fucking virgins. It's funny, really, because they have so much money on average. Like a lot of these guys are really fucking rich, but they've still managed to be losers. It's like they've, it's like they've somehow shortcutted their lives. They've leapfrogged, right? They managed to become rich without developing any social skills, any physical prowess, any kind of warrior qualities at all any sexual experience, anything like that. So it's like, hang on, what am I looking at here? It's, it's, it's like these, these strange beings who are completely unworldly and infantile in every way except their, their, their bank account, which is quite strange. And I don't want to be around them. I'm only here because, by contrast, I seem to be an extremely fertile male who can sleep with all the local Colombian hussies. Um, so it, do you feel like the... the Hussey scene and uh, in the area is really nice. Like, like what was happening there with the uh, the clubs and everything that you visited? Well, I think you can ask. Uh, and actually, like, it's almost impossible for Do Kwan to hide in there. He's a pretty tall character, isn't he? Uh, well, I, I think you'd probably be better here talking to an actual Colombian hussy like Lavender. Lavender, yeah. uh, w w do you, like, did you go to this conference just to meet up with rich dudes to screw around with them or what? Like, are yeah. you trying to, like, find a mate? What are you doing there? It's a mixture of both, really. I mean, they've got so much money to burn that you can basically say anything you want. Um, they're not really used to eye contact. And I have the sort of like these deep green Colombian eyes. They don't call it Colombian swag for nothing. Um, and they tend to sort of get a bit scared when I look them in the eye. And they just kind of give me my money. I'm um, sorry, give, give me my money. Wait, sorry. <laughs> give me their money. 
um, whenever I ask for it. Um, Wait, and you, I you pay them to have sex with them? No, no, no. They just pay me. Um, oh. It's because I say, oh, I'm a really hungry rabbit and I've got no carrots. And I sort of, um, I point at my stomach and then I say, empty, empty. And then they're like, and they oh. Feed you. <laughs> yeah, and then they just feed me like money. And it's really weird because I was kind of asking. I don't know why, but I failed to feed you money. What, sorry? What's your cash app? I don't know why, but I feel compelled to give you money. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I would take it off you, but I think you need the carrots more than me, so I won't, I won't tell you for now. Damn it, it makes me even feel more compelled. Fuck. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I did notice Bruce across the room, though, when I was um, cross-selling some Colombian uh, carrots out of these guys. And... um. I noticed that he kept being surrounded by these really short women. I think they were like Colombian midgets or something. Bruce, what was going on there? I, I don't want to talk about that right now. Not with the the existing Interpol red notice. Thank you. Yeah, did they put you on uh, the red list as well? Yeah, I posted about it earlier. Let me let me uh, share that widely, so anyone can keep an eye out for me. They're, just they're me. casting a really wide net as far as like. Uh, trying to capture everyone and bring them back to South Korea. They want to attack Lunkdao too, huh? Let me just provide all information so you guys can recognize me if you see me in the mall. Are you going to be wearing the uh, fur hat? That's my hair, JK. Is stuff posting at the top? I'm trying to post something too. Um... I read a read a little love letter to Doquan. Um it says like Doe, don't ever be found. And um it's up to you guys to like interact with that post and like retweet it and stuff mm-hmm. so that we can make sure we get Doe's attention to get the fuck out of Dodge, right? Like don't go and like turn yourself into some authorities. It's bullshit. Um if he goes to South Korea, he is basically fucked. So like there's like no good reason for him to go there. Really, really, really bad idea. Yeah. No way you I would get a fair trial in the crypto space. This is not going to happen. No, not all the combinations of factors and the, like the judgment of the world and the, the lack of like developed regulatory policies and, and just the sheer fucking complexity of, of that situation and like unqualified, unqualified people probably looking into the blockchain and like trying to work out what happened and all the fucking accounts and everything. It's just a nightmare. Like how, how do you work that out? How do you disentangle that? You know, you can twist it to whatever narrative you like um, and fuck him over. If he, if he wants to have a, a nice life, you know, full of um, industrious, productive output and making things and creating, you know, groundbreaking new decentralized apps and stuff like that, he needs to hide for sure. Like he should never be found. Yeah, he's, he's used to living in foreign lands and things. He's been in Singapore a bit. He's been in uh, South Korea a bit. He's been in uh, uh, like Palo Alto uh area a little bit in this you know stanford area uh so he he knows like how to get around a little bit now those aren't exactly like third world conditions or anything but i think he could find a place to hide um now where can a really tall south korean man hide that's the thing like is there a certain destination where you might be less apt to be recognized like and do you think uh, by the way do you think he has like a like something that he's purchased already somehow like in by some mechanism where he has like this escape destination chinatown well okay that's uh, perhaps you know a little bit weird because he's korean not not chinese so my opinion is that he could 
get a job at the South Korean police department. Uh, and this way, he will be working with the police to look for himself. Uh, and that way he can thwart their, their attempt to find him and put them on weird little tangent and they will be going in the wrong direction the whole time. That's genius. That's like a Bugs Bunny move right there. Yeah, that definitely is. <laughs> you know, it's weird. Not a single person has ever come into these spaces and disliked Doquan, who has been willing to speak. The yeah, only people who've ever liked Doquan have been typing comments. So yeah, nobody, not a single one of them has ever spoken. I've noticed the same thing. I've never seen it happen either. Uh, maybe Jaybird. Jaybird, uh, what's going on? What's happening, guys? Hey, Doe is. You think he's, uh, where, where do you think he's running? Doe or Waldo? Yeah, Waldo. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm still thinking of that one yet. Um, I think a good idea would pull a McAfee if I was him. There are a lot of little um, islands in the, um, with like a, like relatively kind of like uh, basic populations, like on some of the like thousand islands of the Philippines or something mm-hmm. like that. I think there may be a, quite a few places along like Southeast Asia and like the, the islands and whatnot that he could probably uh, hide in. He could probably pretty easily hide in a boat for now too. Although the Pacific, I don't know, like you'd have to have a sizable boat to be reasonably safe. Mm-hmm. I can't see that. I, I reckon Doquan is probably, like, given his autism quotient score, he scored, like, the max of the fucking autism test. And, like, sensory hypersensitivity and just his, like, mm, mm, maybe at least just my intuition about him. I don't think he'd be able to stand stuff like waves, like, all the time and the boat rocking and stuff. I think You're he'd be puking right. everywhere That's and, like, getting point. really... I just don't think he could handle it. I think he has the kind of autism where any kind of you know like a, a a tap dripping in the background or the motion of the boat or something like that he would just squeal and get really fucking angry and like smash everything and wouldn't be able to handle it at all yeah i do i agree but i also do think that um in terms of like the Poly- polynesian sailors and stuff like that they really have to channel their autism to be able to navigate without maps or internet and obviously he's not going to want to be online He's going to want to be completely off-grid, untraceable, apart from the chip in his neck. And I think, you know, in certain areas of Polynesia, they can just see a very, very slight perceptual difference in the underside of the clouds, like a little pink tint or a little orange tint or a little green tint. And that can tell you exactly which, uh, like if you're going over a coral reef or if you're going over a certain island that's very flat. Um, and I think in terms of being able to read the clouds, Dokon would absolutely prosper. And I, I think maybe, maybe... I don't know. It's 50-50. Might not like it, but he'd definitely be good at it. Uh, Bikram, what is your unbelievable theory? I used to love do on past, but one day he tweeted, steady lads, we are going to fight back, and I believe him. Next day, my portfolio turned into zero-zero, and I hate him now. Oh, you don't? Okay, we have a person that doesn't like Doquan. Excellent. Um, so if you found, are you are you looking for Doquan? Are you searching for him in India, my friend? I'm searching for him everywhere with my sandal. I want to put a sandal on your face for in ruining my life. Why wait? Why why do you hate Doquan? Explain. What has he done? Because 
was he tweeted steady lads we are going to fight back and me never fight back next day zero zero hmm. and what, what did you interpret that to mean the, the steady lads comment steady lads means i so i didn't sold out next day he sold out his money <laughs> and i got fucked up he living his life perfectly but i i am in full of debt because of him no no borrowed, borrowed money in order to uh, buy luna coins i borrowed money from everybody oh, and now who, i who do, you, who do you have to pay back like the indian like the, the bombay mafia or something no 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 indian policy is when you borrowed money you shouldn't get out of home or people are going to beat you oh so that's what I, the, you you got them from like some roughneck individuals and they're going to come and like beat you if you uh, don't pay your money back no our bank did that same thing our bank is very rough they send oh, the bank will send a guy beat you yeah yeah they well, are I mean, like you, a, i mean you you were you were an idiot with your money they probably should beat you right huh maybe you should turn yourself in to the bank uh, just like do kwan maybe do you do kwan will find himself in south korea he'll turn himself in and you'll turn yourself into the bank and both of you criminals who pumped this thing way too high with borrowed money and leverage uh, can be punished in the 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 jails and the um prisons of india it sounds like a good idea <clears throat> i will try this, this way like you know maybe like lord hanuman will um will accept you again you know because unless you take um responsibility for your actions um the gods of india like what what um what other uh, gods do you think would be upset bruce like ganesh maybe there is millions of god to be india shiva is 1 million god very racist this is very racist many indians are atheists they don't all believe in bikram are you an atheist No no I don't believe in the bullshit things. Wait what do you what do you believe in? I believe in boobs, hot cheeks and sexy ladies. So you're slave to your inner urges and you're driven by lust above all. You're driven by one of the carnal sins. But cheeks and sexy ladies. Uh, how would these punish you in the afterlife? Would they hit you with like boobs that smack into your head over and over again for all eternity would that be uh, adequate punishment for you no i'm just kidding you know just funny i believe in humanity actually i believe in heart and the, all this bu- bullshit bunch of things you know, written in this books like bible or something like the indian books or you know everything same every religion books is bunch of bullshit things and they try to divide people all the time people should have believe and love humans each other so would you say like regardless of book though that do kwan should probably what like rotten hell or should he keep hiding should he uh maybe come to india and hang out at your apartment like maybe you like maybe you could post up your address at the top um send a message to do kwan tell him he's welcome at your house i mean he probably will flag you on interpols like fucking radar but like whatever right hmm no indian indian government is very stop you know they should go to go for pakistan or afghanistan indian government is very tough you know very crazy government 
Yeah. What 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 would you think about a guy who goes on Twitter Spaces for sixteen hours a day with his online friends and he he drinks like two three bottles of wine every day? Um, do you think that is a, a lonely man, or do you think that is a man who's got his who's who's doing a wholesome thing? You know, he focuses on making his friends laugh, and he drinks many many bottles of wine every day on Spaces sixteen hours a day. Do you think that's that's something that is is a good thing? What do you think? Absolutely good thing. Because you, someone doing this for entertaining people, making mm. laugh on people's face. This is a very good thing. People are yeah. nowadays are very <clears throat> depressed, sad all the time. You know. Yeah. Yeah. People got laugh on their face. That's a very good thing. Hmm. Have any of you ever got really drunk on Twitter Spaces? Um, let's maybe go around yeah. and kind of. I'm always drunk. Um, I've got quite a problem. Oh. Um, the only time that I'm not drunk is when I'm not on a Twitter Space. I find that it it helps me. Um, I have quite bad anxiety and I can't really talk otherwise. Also, mm. hello to Terra Spaces. I know he's drunk a lot of the time as well. Um, and I respect that. I, I want to make one girl Zara that used to come on here drunk as shit all the time. Remember her? JK, I want to make a. I want to make one position clear though, right? If I'm going to be racist, I'm going to use the gods of your belief to damn you to hell. I'm not going to damn use other mm-hmm. people's gods to damn you to hell, right? So, if like say for example you're from India, I'm going to say like Shiva is going to um, strike you down with like either lightning bolts or some shit. And let's say you're from Scandinavia, I will claim that like. Thor will come down from the, the heavens and like strike you with a massive hammer and like smash you into like smithereens, just like in the I Marvel mean, Marvel series. So and I then if you let's say you're part. let's say you're from like a Christian, right? Then I'll say, well, like you're gonna go down to see Lucifer and Lucifer is gonna like swipe at you and cut at your balls for the next sixteen billion years. Um and like maybe let you go after um that kind of like irritable time period. But like, I'm not going to say, for example, like, you know, I'm not going to sick Jesus on a Hindu, right? So I think I'm being, uh, I, I'm using measured moves here. I'm, I'm, my curses are very specific and they're not like judgmental. Am I, am I wrong, Bruce? Like, should I do it differently? Should I maybe cross pollinate this no, no, judgment? You are right on your thoughts. I think and Chris Hemsworth is the actual god. You are right. I believe in Chris Hemsworth. Don't Shiva Shiva is a fake god. They, they didn't even even born. Chris Hemsworth, the actual whore, he's a god, real god. So you don't mind being punished as long as it's Shiva punishing you, right? No, this is a bullshit thing. You know, nobody believe in that shit bullshit. Thing. Nowadays, that people are not going to believe this bullshit things. Nobody believes in these things. Hmm. Believe in human brother. All these things. Believe in yeah, human. but. Yeah, but Lavender here is a strong believer in the god Shiva, and she has very strong feelings. You want to describe those feelings right now, Lavender? Yeah, I mean, I just, I love Shiva so much, and when I hear you talk like this, you say you believe in humanity, but it's like, well, what is humanity to you? Do you believe in your liver? Do you believe in your hands? Or do you believe in your mind? Do you believe in consciousness? And where does that come from? Where do you think humanity comes from and what makes it different to animals what makes us special that's what i'm interested in your answer because because 
if you don't believe in Shiva, I just I feel like one day he's just going to strike you down. And I'm scared for you. You seem like a nice person. I don't want him to strike you down. I have to ask my grandmother on that issue. I don't know about all this stuff. This is a very mature stuff and I am still young for this. Yeah, definitely ask grandmother. Let's see what Jaquez is doing. Jaquez, uh, are you are you harboring Doquan at your house? Is he living with you? No, I would though. He could stay at my house for free. Um, you want you want to post a message to him, like maybe send an at to Doquan. We can all like uh, retweet it and uh, maybe like make sure he's aware that he can come to your house. Yeah, I'll do that right now. Excellent, excellent. I think that's. I think so. Our goal is basically to keep him hidden for all time. I think that would be a nice goal. Can I come to your house? I can actually cover that part. He'll never be stable again. So you're going to take him around in your truck, JK? Exactly. You'll never know what will be the next day. JK, do, do you think that Doquan committed a crime? Or do you think he is innocent and has been victimized by predatory regulators? To be completely honest, I don't know. I haven't looked into it. Mm. What about you, um, Lavend? When Lambo. I think the only crime that Don Quan, Do Quan committed was being too sexy for this world. And yeah. I think the song I'm Sexy and I Know It and the music video for it tells you a lot about this whole situation. It's called predictive programming. Um, and I learned a lot about it in my tenure at the CIA, where you do that sort of thing. Yeah, they teach you a lot about these things at the CIA. Um, I'm glad you were able to like attend the important classes on like cryptocurrency founders and um, their escape tactics. It's, it's, you know, I think if you know enough about this, right, then you can keep him hidden because you know their ways. You, you, you have like, you're the counterintelligence to their counterintelligence. But he did give us a, a clue so we can use process of elimination. He did say his shower has a soap bar in it. How many places you know with showers and soap bars in it? Mm. Interesting. So you're already like parsing words and checking for like clues. That's all I, I, I do that all the time. You gotta be on your sure toes. Any clues you get, don't tell the Interpol people. Um, we don't want him caught. Mm -hmm. right? Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, Lavender, if if you had 10 small children and maybe a series of, of triplets and, and quadruplets, maybe two triplets and, and one quadruplet set, and Do Kwon offered to, to babysit them while you went to church every Sunday evening to confess to the priest, would you feel comfortable? With him looking after your children every sun, every uh, Thursday and maybe Sunday too. Yes, wholeheartedly. I mean, it's a stupid question, really. No offense, but of course, Dukon could look after my children. He's a very, very trustworthy man, and he's actually so trustworthy that you know, humankind has this thing where they see someone that's good, you know, like Jesus, and they persecute him because they can't conceive of it, and that happened with Dukon, and it's the yeah. plague of. So you would say that the, the persecution and the witch hunting and the crucifixion is evidence of his nobility? I mean, yeah, it is. No one bad has ever suffered the way a good person has suffered. Um, 
And you can make of that what you will, but Doquan is just the perfect metaphor for the times that we live in. And it really represents, I suppose, an aspect of our inner self. In many ways, I am Doquan. And think about the devil. He got a whole kingdom. Nobody's bad. Yeah, I've been informed that... I'm sorry, I've been informed that the, the uh, Chinese government now is looking for a sample of Doquan's blood. Uh, I'll repeat that. Like, they're looking for a sample of Doquan's blood. Uh, they're going to be using it to clone him and create a new uh, cryptocurrency for the uh, People's Republic of China. Uh, so if anyone finds a sample of Doquan's blood, please uh, be sure to understand that, like, there is a... Um, 10 million yuan uh, reward for um, the acquisition of said droplets. Um, well, okay. Um, this is very interesting, Sefi, because I have mapped Doquan's genome in order to create his evil twin. His name was Boquan. Boquan is superior to Do in every way. He has more strength, he has more IQ, he has a better dress sense, and he has larger feet as well. Uh, Dr. Mazzara, you're an expert in f- fertility. Uh, would you accept Doquan in your womb to grow a, a baby Doquan, a surrogate pregnancy, to release maybe a series of multiple Doquans into the world so that we can uh, like maybe put a, uh, a fake Doquan in jail, like, like a clone of him? Uh, do you think Doquan has enough money to, to accomplish this with you, uh, Dr. Mazzari? Dr. Mazzari? I think she's silent on the idea of being a surrogate mother. Uh, beware of crypto scam. What's going on? Beware of crypto scam. Are you there? Um, um hello. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah. Would you be willing to be a surrogate mother for Do, Do Kwan's, uh clone baby? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Being that uh, Do Kwan, uh seems to be a trustworthy someone. Uh, but uh, where I'm confused is if he's really innocent, I think he should just show up. Uh, so that uh, the investigation uh, will be done and then he'll be set free after all. Mm-hmm. But hiding, he can't hide forever. That's what I believe. Do you believe in justice? Hold on, hold on. To, to hand yourself over to the authorities means that you trust that they'll be fair and objective and they'll be as thorough and meticulous they can in serving justice as fairly as possible. Now, do you think that a tyrannical government such as South Korea in, in a country full of hate, hateful people and, and tyrants and evil people um, with a underdeveloped legal system with no law around blockchain topics or what constitutes securities and stuff like that, where the the judges spend all of their time eating Korean roast chicken and stuffing their faces full of this chicken and sauce and um, Korean beer and stuff like that, who don't give a fuck about true justice. Do you think in a situation like that, Do Kwon would truly receive a fair treatment? Hello, are you there? Hello, hello. Yeah, we're here. Okay, yeah, in that case, in that case, I think um, all efforts should be on deck uh, to find a safe heaven for him, uh, maybe seeking for asylum somewhere else. If the justice system in the country cannot be trusted, there's no need for him showing up because yeah. he will end up, you know, being locked up or being maltreated and uh, denied justice. 
uh, which uh, you know uh, it will be difficult for him. Mm-hmm. Situation. That's the, what the way so, things. Uh, with the way things are going now, I think uh, all effort should be on deck to see how he can be taken somewhere where he can find justice or where he can seek asylum before things get deteriorated. I think this is my opinion. Yeah. Now, we believe in justice. We just don't believe that South Korea believes in justice. So to send him back then is to support a dictatorship. It's to support torture, you know. There's a long history of what South Korea does to people like Do Kwon. They throw them in a cell. They convict them of a crime without a fair trial. They waterboard them. They punish them. They break them down psychologically. They use light torture. They play sounds of dying animals in the background. They put them in a room that vibrates all the way through to simulate an earthquake going on for hours and hours and hours until they eventually give a false confession just because they want it to stop. We don't want Do Kwon to be in a situation like that. He's a very smart guy. And we saw him be very kind to the whole community in the last two years. We want justice, certainly, but only if justice is guaranteed. For now, I think we're going to support his his escape. We're going to see him hiding out in the rainforest or maybe the Pacific Islands or maybe a boat somewhere. Um, we are going to stand strongly as a community, as the Lunk community and the Lunar community. We're going to stand strongly against the tyranny of South Korea. Hey, Shrutbuck. Um would you be willing to uh, be a surrogate for a Doquan clone? Uh, perhaps, but but my, my main point is, so I, have we contacted Putin? Um, news came out today that they granted uh, Edward Snowden uh, full Russian citizenship. So I wonder if that's a possible option for Doquan, uh, you know, in these trying times for him. Oh, did mm. they offer that to uh, Edward? Uh, yeah, that's what the reports that came out this morning were, that he got full full Russian citizenship. I wonder why they did that. Probably because the U.S. is helping Ukraine. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so you're saying, like, have Do Kwan escape to Russia and somehow acquire asylum there? Yeah, I mean, if... if if that seems to be, you know, Putin's doling out, uh, you know, some citizenships to, to some, some, some people. So maybe they can like co-opt him for their quantum computing campaign or maybe like build a CBDC for them to uh, terrorize the Chinese people or something like that. Right. Because since he's already done terrorizing you guys, uh, he can now just devastate the Chinese people, too. Well, that and they can get uh, well, I've already, you know, largely have been transitioning uh, Russian oil off of the petrodollar. So. Uh, maybe he can create, you know, some sort of UST version to deal deal their their goods to to Europe if they end up ever trading with them again. Yeah, it's very complicated. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. Crypto ship, uh, any theories on this? Well, I was just gonna say, Lonk should come together, and we should buy Antarctica and set up the United States of Lonk. Transfer Doquan to United States of Lonk, make our own Lonk government DAO. And uh, yeah, we'll protect him at all and any costs, you know, because uh, so we're going to build some, like, some sort of like igloo looking thing, like he's going to live amongst the penguins and shit. Uh, pretty much yeah, with the whales and all the narwhals, we'll build a giant ice castle and fortress for him with a moat filled with all the narwhals. So if anyone tries to come, they'll just get impaled. Um, so kind I, of like a, like a crystal palace where. Maybe he puts a crystal into a, a pedestal and he can hear the voice of his father uh, who will tell him how to become an amazing uh, 
South Korean um, stablecoin producer and uh, a hero to the people of Lunk. Absolutely, Sifu. You see the vision, my man. <laughs> Great idea. Very nice. Very nice. All right, uh, Casey Imagination, what do you think? Is Do Kwan going to be captured? I, you know, no. Isn't it more plausible that he's actually like a an agent of the government and they'll put on a big show of capturing him, quote unquote, but he just turns over the seed phases and then goes lives a life of luxury and solitude? Casey, what do you think? Uh, you think maybe, um, like, do you, do you prefer him to be captured and tried? You believe he's going to have a fair trial in South Korea? Or do you think it's better to just fucking run? Get out of here. I'm, I'm going to go for the run. I'm going to stay on the lamb without much money. Hopefully he can just stay on the lamb and settle into an area of operation somewhere. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. Um, yeah, any other theories about uh, the situation? I'm still going for government agent. I'm saying government agent of South Korea. Mm, I'm just trying to figure out the best way to make really good egg fried rice. I think I'm going to make um, salmon teriyaki and egg fried rice for dinner. I'm not really a big salmon fan because it's got a lot of goofer in it, but my mum already bought the salmon and I want to cook it nicely. So, um, yeah, does anyone have any egg fried rice tips? Uh, any like maybe Asians in here or is there some like soy sauce proportion that's helpful? I don't know. <laughs> I see what she did. I see what you did. You tried to draw Doquan out here with the egg fried rice. Oh, you got I me. see <laughs> what you did, you sneaky thing. I know. I was trying to pull him out. I thought maybe he'd put his little hand up and request for speaking <laughs> or something. I but... got a secret, guys. He doesn't have an Asian accent. I know yeah. he's on the space. I know he is. Why wouldn't you be? Yep. Yeah, Very Doe true. generally Doe generally listens in with some different accounts and things. Um, he has a good time just hanging out. Uh, so yeah, any one of the other accounts in here is probably uh, could be Doe. Uh, just be aware of that. Now, if he finds you and he impregnates you with one of his clone baby um, DNA uh, uh, pellets, uh, Do re fi la. So you were warned. Yeah. Uh, hey, Seth. Yeah, Casey. Hey, I'm I'm curious if you were in Doquan's shoes, would you be pursuing the the transgender route of disguise or no? Do you think you would go that way or where? where Doquan, do for starters, is a big dude. It's hard to like hide just because there's a lot of big women out there, though. How how in 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 character do you have to go? Do you have to like do the chop chop, or can you just dress like a lady? You got billions of dollars and lifetime imprisonment or death on the line. I guess I'm gonna like full tilt. I think at that point is your only option. I think. So chop chop it off. Yeah. So like the way the way I would do this, and and JK, you have a lot of noise back there. Um, what I would do here, um, so if this question of like, would a sex change help? I think for starters, um, yeah, like, well, first, just simply uh, doing some maybe hair extensions might work out because I think it's going to take a while for him to grow his hair out. So you would, you would sort start of wake cross dressing is where you would start, right? Well, yeah, but then you, then like, you know, in certain parts of Thailand, um, you can go to certain doctors. And they will sort of like um, fillet your penis and turn into like a vaginal type structure. 
um, I think that would be an acceptable solution. Because, like, what happens, for example, if someone, let's say, pats you down and say, wait, let's see if this guy has a weapon. They pat you down and they discover you have a penis. They're going to know, right? Like, you, you cannot just simply hide this thing. I mean, the guy's big. He must have a good, like, maybe you know, seven inch, um, you know, a penis or something. I don't, I don't know very much about South Korean anatomy, but you know, let's assume this is this big thing. Like, how are you going to hide this? Maybe an airport or something. You've got to be able to walk freely. Um, I would probably have a plastic surgeon do a little bit of work on the face too. Um, Bruce, have you ever had your, any face work done, uh, to hide your face? Cause I know you, you've been on periodically, you've been hiding amongst the, the like nomads and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I, what I like to do is do really subtle things. So every now and then, I'll go to my cosmetic surgeon, um, Mr. Ram Kranagan. Mr. Ram Kranagan. He's a mister. He's not a doctor. He doesn't actually have a medical degree, but he knows what he's doing. He's a backstreet surgeon who lives in, in a town called Guildford in the UK. Um, anyway, I get my nose lengthened by about one millimeter every year. Uh, so over the last 10 years, it's lengthened about 10 millimeters, um, which is around, I think, in inches, maybe mm, like two, a third of an inch, something like that. So it's very, very subtle. But the thing I do is whenever anyone says, your nose looks different or your face looks different, I deny it or I get really offended or I say, how dare you say that? And I use it as a reason to end friendships. Um, so now like about half of my friends who I used to be friends with have mentioned it and I've cut them out of my life completely because I'm not going to tolerate that kind of behavior. And that makes my life much simpler. Um, I have less people to, to talk to now, to say happy birthday to, to give Christmas gifts. And over time, I'm managing to use this offense to, to eventually cut every single person out of my life. I, I believe that Sefi's done the same thing, but with the tips of his ears, going for more of the elfish style. Yeah, but I don't really have a, I'm not able to really hide from anybody with this elf style. It doesn't, it's not as if like there's like a colony of elves that I'm aware of that I could like maybe sneak into some wood elves or something. Uh, I don't, I don't know. It's like, it had, I can't really run very far without being noticed, but hmm. So yeah, like, so I think if, yeah, if anyone really sort of like um, believes that Do Kwan should uh, turn himself in, please come up here and maybe make your case. Um, I think we could probably, uh, if Do Kwan would actually uh, show up here, we could probably judge him uh, and meet out some kind of punishment right here in this room. Um, yeah, if you guys want to like message Do Kwan, see if we can get him in here, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool, right? Um, Steffi, what what type of punishment would you deem appropriate, or what would what would you dole out? I'd probably like say like really, you know, maybe like nasty things on Twitter to him. Uh, send him like lots and lots of you know like at messages. You know, Doquan, you caused everyone to commit suicide, and like Doquan, um, you know, you ruined crypto forever, or. I don't know, some other such like, like statements, very damaging, hurtful statements, slanderous things, right? I would say uh, repeatedly over and over again. I mean, you want him, that's kind of harsh. You want him to actually recover one day, right? I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm undecided on this whole thing, but I, I, I don't really believe he should, because uh, see, the thing is like, I don't think he should uh, turn himself in because look at the type of mob he's got to deal with, right? A mob that doesn't understand crypto. 
governments that don't understand, you know, uh, nobody understanding the motives or intentions of what this project was all about, all wanting to have him destroyed and put in prison for who knows what, um, securities laws or whatever the fuck. So the whole thing is just a really, um, it's just a mess. I think he'll hide. Uh, I'd be, I think, uh, Bruce, you know what we need? We need a, a D app on uh, Luna Classic. Someone needs to spin this up really quickly, maybe Grover or somebody. And uh, the idea here is there is going to be like, we have to have a betting pools that developed uh, quickly uh, as far as like where he is and is he going to be found and maybe yeah, where are we going to find him? Hmm? Like use, use the Luna 2 blockchain to incentivize his capture and his assassination. Um, right. A, a new decentralized assassination market built on top of the Cosmos SDK, connected with IBC to all other Cosmos chains, interconnected, interoperable, um, cross-contaminating, cross-pollinating, you know, benefiting everyone in the Luna ecosystem and the Lunk ecosystem all at once, um, and putting vast sums of money onto the capture and extermination and shooting of Do Kwon to eliminate him as any kind of reputational risk that might bring down the rising ship of Lunk. That's one option. Yeah. The vigilante service we've talked about is a possibility, I, you know, with enough yield, right? 12% yield on Luna is quite a bit. I think as a team, we could, uh, or as a community, as it's called, um, we could probably bring a lot of funds to bear uh, for this project. Um, yeah, it's possible. Uh, maybe we can capture him with darts, like, like, what do you call it? Like, you know, what are those darts that put you to sleep, right? Like some sort of ketamine darts or some shit. Tranquilizers. And tranquilizers. Tranquilizers. Yeah. Look, tranquilizer darts. We, we take him down and um, maybe we like tie him up, chain him up to a post, um, inject him with various types of anabolic steroids, uh, turn him into like a Hulk like creature and yeah. turn him in, drop him in South Korea in the middle of downtown just to fuck the whole place up. Could you could you also build a kind of a convex hierarchy on top of the assassination markets? So groups are incentivized to to capture Doquan and then sell him on for a profit to arbitrage the capture of Doquan to larger groups, stuff like that. You see what I mean? You you yeah. build a multi level. Yeah, like a. a you know how you really capture Doquan? And forgive the background noise. Um, all you need to do is find somebody that's related to him, but probably not so high up on the hierarchy as far as relations. He doesn't need to worry about their safety. So you find like the third cousin or like the second cousin, you know, on the dad side, right? That he's not thinking of, and you capture them, and then you string them up on a pole and say, "Look, Doquan, look who I have here," and then that's going to entice him to come out. No, I don't think so. I think everyone knows by now Doquan is a psychopath. He doesn't care at all. You know, would would a a regular human being with compassion and empathy, and and foresight for the future have named his own daughter Luna? I don't think so. I think that is the behavior of a psychopath. Could we could we somehow neural link trap him into some sort of Web three environment and and force him to flip NFTs at at our bidding, like the full might of Doquan Web three, which is trap. Hmm. Also, we need to think of his favorite foods. If we can construct a kind of a pyramid of, of some kind of favorite food, maybe some special Korean sweet, and use it as a large lure um, to to 
because he has very sensitive nose. He has a very, very sensitive nose and, and nasal cavities. And, and the, the olfactory aspect of his being is very imbalanced and large due to his autism. Um, welcome back, Lavender. Thank you so much. Um, beautiful space. Uh, we are talking about capturing Dokuan. Is that correct? Well, uh, I think if that's the case, you need to think what does Dokuan, uh, what does he value? Well, who does he trust? And what would make him want to come and meet you somewhere physically? Now, if you tell him you are creating a scam, a scam blockchain, a scam of any kind, and you want to, to meet and to talk to him about how to do the scam, uh, he might want to come and meet you. He might want to come and meet his friend, Nicolas Platias, or perhaps one of the other uh, the blockchain developers in the sweatshop uh, called TFL. So maybe you say, I have a sweatshop here of developers. Nicolas Platias is here. He says, come and meet, meet you. We're going to uh, hire 100 small um, Vietnamese children to develop more applications for the, the Lunar blockchain. Uh, and he might come to meet you in that location. And then you can use a net or a taser or a taser net or an electrified net, some kind of large fishing vessel with a, a net attached to it, and you can capture him. Yeah, I really like catching people with nets. I like doing everything with the net. So when you catch him, what's going to be his catchphrase? Like, ah, you caught me. Ah, I can't believe it. Like, what's going to be his catchphrase? Uh, Duke one already has a catchphrase. It is blast. Not again. I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you. Fucking DeFi native people on Twitter spaces. Yeah. I also just thought of another way we could maybe reframe the current situation and the sentiment. Is we come up with a story where we, we link the original white paper for Terror Money. And we point out the fact that, that Nicholas Platias is like the number one guy in it. He's the main researcher. And then we say like, Nicholas came up with like 98% of this. Um, and he, he pushed it through, you know, it was his idea and stuff like that. And we just say, you know, Do Kwon just added the finishing touches. He was only the spokesperson. We kind of reframed the whole thing. So this evil genius is standing behind Do Kwon. Uh, and, and everything is then shifted onto Nicholas. Because I think it's unfair as well, like Nicholas and the other uh, criminals have got away with it for some reason. And that's just like kind of in insanely unfair. What do you think Xerox is? So we had to create another account like Batman V2 or V3 of some sort. And then we could spread the message that way. Hmm. We could do this, um, but I, I agree because Nicolas Platias, he went to many uh, math Olympiads. He was winning a lot of math competition. He is the genius behind all of this. Doquan is just the crypto bro. He's just, uh, you know, the frat boy who is fronting for Nicolas, who is the mathematical genius who is behind the whole project. Oxus, if you like him so much, then why don't you marry him? No, no, I'm just putting forward the suggestion that for our marketing plan, I do not actually think any of these things. Uh, this is not what I think. Uh, Lavender, the bunny rabbit, the lapin. You could hack him. Bruce, uh, check out, uh, so Jay, uh, Jay Kwan, of, uh, the founder of, uh, like, one of the main founders uh, gang of Cosmos, just posted a kind of a endorsement love letter to 
yeah. sort of like Ethan and like Zaki and company. So pretty much like everyone's sort of bearing the hatchet and uh, becoming friends and um, like <laughs> getting ready to kick ass again. That's really cool. Yeah. Do you reckon anything happened behind the scenes? Like some kind of, uh, you know, like, I don't know, like Jay Korn being a, uh, you know, a power top and Ethan being a power bottom, something like that. You know what I mean? I don't know. Possible. So, I don't, but Jay's not at Cosmoverse right now, is he? I think only Ethan's there, but I'm not sure. I didn't see him. Yeah. Is there any significance? Does it really matter? Was the, the division that big? I didn't, I didn't keep up with all the history and stuff. Yeah, what happened was that uh, the sh- I had uh, I had Django uh, explain it to me. She has a kind of a good history of the whole thing. Uh, basically, like Jay, of course, like wrote the original Cosmos white paper, which uh, you know, of course, like if everyone doesn't know like what Cosmos is, it led to the formation of everything from Luna to Luna Classic to all the Cosmos chains and all. So it's that's why it's relevant. But uh, basically, he um, did the initial white paper, and then uh, some people like. Um, Zaki Manian and uh, like uh, Ethan Buckman and uh, a few other people kind of like joined up with Jay to kind of like make this thing a reality. And um, by like what, 2017, 2018, 2019 was kind of like the development period. And then like the, the Cosmos hub was created. But uh, what happened along the way is like Jay is kind of like, he has a mixture of different kind of like, I think psychiatric issues. He's, thought to be somewhat um like super grandiose he has like mm-hmm. some things that are kind of um i don't know if it's what they were saying but it's it was bipolar or just like he just has like grandiose idea ideals from time to time and he just kind of loses his shit um and he basically got uh into basically um like office problems with all the other people that sort of build on the cosmos um you know where it's like he was having kind of like I don't know, delusions of grandeur kind of thing. You know how it is with these, these conditions and, um, you know, acting like, like it's his ways, the highway and this type of thing. So eventually like the rest of the gang sort of like did a lot of work to make this happen and build everything. Uh, Jay's of course, instrumental too. the guys are like, um, truly ingenious individual. Um, but he has a kind of a lot of interesting, um, philosophies. I don't know if you've looked at them in GNO land and some of the shit he's coming up with. He's kind of like, um, I don't know what, what his philosophy is considered, but um, it's some sort of like agnostic something or another. But he's uh, basically really into sovereign governance, you know, like ultra libertarian. So like not not probably not too different from most of us. And um, anyway, they had this huge falling out and uh, like a numerous times on social media and this and that they've said like things to each other as far as like their ability to work with each other and shit. And then like, like apparently uh, Jay periodically comes back and apologizes to everyone. And then they have a fight again and he apologized. It's like a kind of a, you know, maybe in cycles with his bipolar disorder or something anyway. But lately the last like six months to nine months, he's been like, I don't know, way more calm, kind of like, I guess getting his shit together. And he's been more supportive of the rest of the people uh, working on Cosmos saying like flowery things and posting nice things to everybody. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it's worth, like, it's funny. Cause like Jay followed, Jay actually, uh, was sort of like the found, you know, founder of cosmos and created the white paper. 
And he's got like 14,000 followers and you and me, which are a bunch of kind of randoms, um, have like, you know, 60, 70, whatever plus thousand followers or whatever on these stupid Twitter accounts. So like, it's funny how people don't follow like who they're supposed to be following. Like, like we have more followers than Ethan and, and Jay and all these people. It's just weird. Um, but yeah, he's a, um, yeah, interesting individual. And I think the article above, uh, is going to, is worth reading. So check it out. Sounds good. Mm, um, just a bit of a topic change, but how do you guys all sleep at night? Do you sleep well or do you sleep badly? I sleep well, but I sleep at random times. I've never, I've never had a, well, okay. The only time I've had a super strict sleep pattern was when I lived as a monk. I think that in my entire life, as a kid, I was going to bed at random times. Um, I would stay up. I would, I, whether I was like, I remember being a young kid and just like staying up to like four or 5 a.m. and then waking up at 9 a.m. before school, uh, you know, reading books or whatever else I was doing. Um, just, just getting fixated on stuff and completely losing track of time. I still do it now. Like I can go to bed at 12 p.m. one day and say, you know, I'm going to have a good sleep pattern. But then the next day I'll get caught in one of these spaces or something or a business project or whatever else or a friend will ring me. Um, and I'll just like completely fucking ruin it. And then the next day I'll, day I'll think like, oh shit, that was a mistake. Um, so like mm -hmm. I sleep well, like when I sleep, I sleep well, but the, there's no, there's no big discipline pattern there. Something I want to fix, but I've never, I never have for some reason. I have, uh, I have insomnia at random times. If you can forgive the uh, road noise, I tell you to so, like me, obviously y'all know I drive a truck now. Like, my fucking sleep pattern doesn't exist. Like one day I'll go to sleep at like 7 p.m. The next day it'll be like 10 p.m. The next day it'll be like 5 p.m. It's, yeah. it's completely all over the place. Do so you sleep in the truck? Huh? Are you a long haul truck? Do you sleep in your truck in the cab? Yep. Yep. How many like days a week do you sleep in your truck? Every day. Um, Every so like I haven't been home in probably about a month and a half. Oh, huh. wow. So we're your new family then. Where's your Where's your home? My family. I live in uh, Kentucky. You have what, like an apartment there or something, or a house or what? Yeah, I got a house. That's cool. There's just no but reason. There's nothing. I mean, I got friends and shit, but there's no real reason, you know, to be at yeah. home. And I, I'm not gonna lie, I get bored when I'm at home. Yeah, you'd rather earn money and stuff. That's cool. Yeah, it's kind of a, a love hate relationship thing. Even beside the money, I got money, but I mean. Like, I, um, beside that, it's just being out and about and shit. Like, I can't sit still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, you're constantly seeing new things. And even if you're just from a, in a truck, sounds really cool to, um... Mm. I was a guy, yeah. I'd be a truck driver. But I'm not a guy, so I'm not a truck driver. I'm a rabbit. It's one of the jobs I like the idea of, because it's... Like, when I was younger, I used to work on a production line. Um, I was, uh... I don't want to go to the specific thing. But I'd work on a production line when I was like 16, uh, you know, screwing in things and, and um, you're drilling things all day, you know, as, uh, as bits to assemble kind of came past me on the conveyor belt. Um, but one of the advantages of that job was that it was so simple that you could use your mind for other things. And I think it's similar with, with driving a truck, maybe. It's like your body is you're doing something but at the same time you're free to listen and learn and, and participate in these spaces and maybe do trading or whatever else you do i think it's that's quite a, nice yeah that's exactly what i do like uh do it dangerously but i um i scout um the forex markets um typically while i'm 
driving. Again, not the safest thing to do, but um, yeah, like that's how I learned. Like I have another community I'm with and uh, learn that way and uh, I'm doing the same thing with crypto. So kind of immerse myself in that um, community and then just over time I pick up on things. Yeah, that's what I like. I, I, I've thought for a long time, the best jobs are either where your body is working, but your mind is free or both your body and your mind are really engaged and you like doing it. Um, but if you're in between where your mind, like you're, you're using your body, but your mind is occupied with really fucking boring things, that's like a nightmare job. You don't want to be in this horrible in-between land because it's like there, there's no benefit for you at all. So for me, when I was on the production line, I was constantly listening to um, like audio books and stuff. I was just listening to like biographies of, of um, entrepreneurs and business people and, and, you know, kind of classic literature and stuff. I got through so many fucking books. I get through like a book a day when I was on the production line from, from like 16 to 17, you know, all, all summer, all my weekends and random days and stuff. I was doing this and I probably got through like, there was one of those years when I was doing it the most that I probably got through like, I don't know, like a hundred plus books in that year, just, just by working the production line because I wanted to occupy my mind with something quite cool. Mm -hmm. Really? That's yeah, cool. podcasts are more my thing, but um, yeah, same way. This is an interactive podcast. I never listen to podcasts much because I always just wanted to talk. Um, so this is a nice uh, podcast for me. No, I, I like this style. I mean, granted, you know, be honest for a second. Like, granted, we goof off in this particular one, and then there's one I can't stand being in longer than five minutes because it's like giving Luke a blowjob. But, you know, for the most part, there's other spaces that I do try to learn from. And then, I, you know, I interact from time to time. Um, but then, like I said, there's another community that I, you know, hang out with when I'm out here or I do the book thing with Audible. So, I mean, it's, it's various things mm -hmm. to keep you entertained mentally um, yeah. versus sitting here listening to music for nine hours a day. That shit gets played out. Um, you know, when your other community, like your secret family that you tell us yeah. about. Um, uh, we're married. No, they're, they're, they're your secret family and you keep us separate because you don't want us to find out. But you've just accidentally told us you've got a secret family. So if there was a fight and we all, all the speakers here, um, and Addy and Katie as well, they, and Carrie and Bloom um, and such, <laughs> we all got kitted up and we all had one weapon each. And there's the same with the other family that you have. Who would win? It's a good one because in my other family, there's some real fucking geniuses in there, like uh, real, real geniuses. Not saying there's not one here. I don't know. I'm, I'm Bruce strikes me as one with a uh, a vivid, um, I guess, sense of living vicariously through other things at the drop of a dime. And I think that's why he's so good at you know telling stories and stuff like that. Sefi's definitely one. And then we used to have this one girl. Um, I don't know what happened to her. Maybe she um, drowned or something. Her name was Zara. She was real good at it too. But then, like, like I said, I don't know what happened to her. She yeah. kind of disappeared, huh? Mm, I think she went to Ukraine, JK. She said that she hated Russia and went to Ukraine. I think she, she probably died. Yeah, I think so. I've never heard of her, but um, I mean, just off the vibes of what you're saying, I imagine that she probably fell into some sort of well on the way into Ukraine. And she's now yeah. there with wheels. Yeah, she kept on babbling about her son dying and stuff like that in the water. And, like, I guess nobody would take her seriously because that's all she would ever talk about. And, like, she would just, like, rudely mm. cut people off and say, my son died. And then, yeah, like, honestly, I guess she sounds she like a dog of a woman. She sounds I like mean, a dog. She sounds like a bitch. Yeah, and if it wasn't for that, she'd be cool as fuck. 
Oh, no. Like, to be honest, she's a, she was a smart girl, but she was a stupid fucking bitch. And, and just like mm-hmm. abrasive and nasty to people in the space. Like, I got more than one or two messages saying the kind of things she did um, and, and the, the depths of despair she led people to. So, you know, I, I know you guys want to speak positive and you're political and agreeable and all that shit, but I think she was a fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. You, um, you remember that time she made fucking uh, voodoo dolls of everybody? I think I was a listener um, in that space and I remember thinking, God, this woman is so weird. She's so abrasive and rude and she just keeps going on. Like other people are trying to unmute to try and talk and she just keeps babbling about some shit. Like I remember I got so angry I actually punched a hole in my wall. <laughs> Yeah, I understand. Uh, did you see Bruce uh, Doe um, responded to Trader SZ? And uh, <laughs> where are you hiding? And Doe said, um, I'm in my living room, bro, or something like that. I'm coding. <laughs> he replied, did you see, on the uh, on the Lunkdow thing. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, awesome. yeah, that's, that's the one where he was like, my shower has a soap bar in it or some shit like that, uh, like a, a soap thing in it. Yeah, and the one with us was like you were saying you can't make a career out of shitposting. And I quote tweeted it and said, uh, strongly disagree with this. And then he commented like, oh, I apologize. I stand corrected. Um, so that was quite a nice little thing. It, it kind of, it made yeah, me feel more connected. It made me feel more connected to him. Like, I don't know, renewed that that romantic spark of like, yeah, he's from Korea. Yeah, there are cultural differences here, but, you know, I still want to suck his cock. Of course, yeah. Don't we all? Yeah, I'm out. What do you mean, J- you're out? JK? JK. Um, um, what's that? You, it's okay to say uh, Korean cock. It's, that's normal. <laughs> like chicken cock or like, like. Yeah, yeah. You know. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I suck the bone any day, but I'm no, gonna anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the fact that he's actually like responding on Twitter and whatnot is funny. Um, who was it earlier that was like, oh, it was Hunt, it was um, CEO of Mr. Finance. What was his name? Um, Hamilton. He's like, oh, they're going to find him and this and that. I'm like, I don't know. You probably just need a couple of VPNs and you're good to go. I'm not sure what they're going to find. Yeah, he likes to. Can you still hear me? Okay, I've got a shitty little headphone in. It sounds like you're quite far away from your microphone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's rubbish. Um, but yeah, he, he always uses every opportunity to to kind of um, reify himself as like this this master hacker. Like I could find out where Dope One is if I wanted to, so anyone can. Like anyone could do this immediately. But yeah, it's it's probably really fucking hard. It's kind of weird. He kind of came out of um, nowhere to become like an ultra larper, right? Like, <laughs> it's like grade A level, like hyper larping. I'm not even sure there's a word for it. So I'm not up to date with the Doquan situation. Is he actually on the run or is he not arrested? Like, that's what I thought happened. He's in his living room, bro, coding. He told you. No, like I don't know. Nobody knows where he is. I think for <laughs> sure. I think uh, he's he's kind of making the claim that I'm just in my living room, just hanging out here. 
The you question think is, where uh, is this living room? Is it like in a bunker somewhere under the ground? Is it in a different country? Is it like maybe he's in South Korea and he's hiding there? I don't know. I think it's with Suzu and uh, whatever the other guy is. I really like it personally. I think it's kind of cool. I, I like I like if he keeps like trolling Twitter and saying like I'm in this place. Imagine if he starts posting like photos of, of being on the streets of New York and then Dubai and then like other countries. And he oh, just has like some guy traveling the world, like distributing photos to him to act like he's there. And he's like, I'm in New York. Is anyone around? Like want to catch a drink? And then that's like two you, days that's later. That's how you get lunked to 20X. No question about it. Exactly. Like I can think of a thousand funny things for him to do. Um, I might message him actually. He's here. Because he likes me now. He's here. Wait, who is? Doe. Hi, yes. How's it going, Lavender? Oh, I'm feeling good. I just ate some carrot. Really? Um, I'm just thinking about imitation gold leaf and if there's really any significant difference between that and real gold leaf, mm -hmm. apart from being able to save the gold in your art. Mm. Yeah. Do you know a lot about gold? Hmm. Um, no. No. Don't know anything about gold. All right. Well, uh, no, no, no. Uh, well, it's gold. Okay, thank you for speaking your truth. <laughs> thank you, Lavender. Yeah, but Doe is, uh, someone said Chinatown. No, <laughs> right? That was, yeah, JK, man. You know, um, I wanted to bring us back to your questions. I don't know if it was Coach who abandoned that space when you started talking about ayahuasca or if it was the Twitter police or if it was Sethi that was freaking out about Dude, it. they booted us all. I started crying after that, man. See that? I mean, that's what happened. I think something exploded and it was your request for ayahuasca. They booted who about what? So like when we were having a conversation, everything just like dropped. Like the whole uh, spaces. It exploded once JK started asking about ayahuasca and some guy started, you know, I don't know. <laughs> right? Yeah, it got deep. We were talking about shrooms and all of that shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I just want to let you know that, um, you know, around ayahuasca, there's a way to do it, right? And so uh, I guess my question is what region are you driving in now? Dude, I can be everywhere in the okay. States. Okay. Well, uh, Colorado, there's some good spots, right? Paonia, right? Um, L.A., some good spots. The Bronx, <laughs> you know? Um, there's all kinds of places, but, um, yeah, it's yeah, it's not recreational. As, as you said, you know, you wanted uh, – so what you want is an ayahuasquera. Right. Who's got some uh, some, you know, some. Uh, yeah. Legit. I post I post at the top. So is is it like I have to do I have to know a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy? Or is it like some shit that can easily be found? That's legit. Um, well, I mean, yes and yes. I mean, with with your. No. Why are you guys covering ayahuasca and whatever? What are you talking about? I posted at the top, by the way, um, I kind of mentioned. <laughs> Like how many, I, I, I had a typo in there, but I, how few followers the founder of the Cosmos have, has like, what is wrong with crypto people? And I kind of like tagged uh, like Jay Kwan's post about uh, that he made today. And Jay actually um, like replied back uh, like about truth bombs or something. So he's, he's kind of like uh, laughing at that. He's, 
like literally like the he, he, like just imagine he's the such nakamoto of the cosmos and like has no followers it's just fucking weird like imagine if Sotoshi were alive he'd probably have like 10,000 followers not funny bruce yeah the crypto crowd is uh pays attention to all the wrong things so yeah if you ha- if you don't follow jay who's up at the top uh responding to me uh i would do so <laughs> if you want if you care about crypto at all um do you think we could get him on the space ooh um that would be an interesting thing. I'm on private at the moment, but I think it might be quite funny. Hmm. Hold on so a second. Can you hear me? Hey, speaking of... Bruce, are you in a place where we can harass uh, Jaquan? No, I just want to say he's been in the uh, the Lunkdown private group since the start. I added him initially. And I keep tagging him every now and then. So I think he will have familiarity with us, probably with you, Sethi, given you've been involved with this stuff. I could uh, probably convince him to, to do a space. You have him on the Lunkdown thing? Yeah, he's so been funny. in that group forever. He's on the members list. He's been in there for like months and months, like four months now. Oh, I didn't realize so he's probably seen so at least, Like He's probably seen at least one message. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's funny. Uh, no, I was trying to get in touch with Jay to kind of have like a, maybe like a few hour conversation about like his history of the cosmos and what kind of like mental anguish he has or and all the other bullshit that like he's dealt with, I think he'd have an amazing story to tell um, just because he's like such a smart character. Like he, he built some amazing stuff. Um, hey, I, I know it hasn't been, um, I know it hasn't been announced yet, um, but are they still going to uh, continue or do you think they're going to continue with that whole AMA with Jenga, uh, uh, Terror Rebels and uh, yeah, they, easy, but- Django said she moved it to like October Eleventh or something or sixth or something? Yeah, that was like three days ago. But now that this whole burn CZ, we love CZ. You know, back and forth has been you know the box. I mean, came out like they'll they'll probably still have them on, have them on, but they may not like have as many have them as much alpha to tell. You know, because like they've already done some of the things. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, it's possible. Um, but yeah, I think like the solution CZ came up with or whoever at Binance. Seems like a pretty good compromise, I think, overall. Um, I mean, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, it's a re- I think it's a reasonable compromise. Like, it keeps trading volume kind of high. It doesn't sort of wreck that, um, you know, super high trading volume that if you had, like, one plus percent trading fee on Binance, it'd probably really uh, rip it up quite a bit um, in terms of volume. But then at the same time, like, they pretty much sacrifice some of their own profit for the community burn sort of to whatever that's worth. I guess he figured it's better as a PR move than it is like, you know, it's, it's like cheap advertising. Cause like how much profit were they making anyway? You know, whatever it was, it's like probably worth the, the advertising dollars for doing well, it. I mean, do, do you think in a bigger picture though? And I know I got road noise, so I'll try to stay muted. Um, but do you think in a bigger picture it's going to pay him back tenfold? I don't know what the, nobody knows what their personal bag is. But just say for shits and giggles, he has a hundred million uh, look, right? Say we finally get it down to a substantial amount to where you can really see, um, you know, and I'm going to be realistic, but this is far out, like 200, 300, 400 X to where you can see those real gains. Don't you think it's better to, you know, aid in whatever movement that we're going towards to achieve that from the bag that you actually hold? Wait, what's that? Bag hold what? Oh, you didn't hear the last part, or you didn't hear none of it? I'm not sure. I caught like the exact meaning of what you're saying. I missed it. 
uh, essentially saying that, let's say, again, I don't know what Binance's actual um, wallet, their personal wallet holds, but let's just say they have a hundred million, right? Made up number. Do you think it would be more beneficial for them to aid in the um, the growth of Luna Classic so that that way that their bag can increase uh, in USD value? Oh, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, like, I don't know how much Binance actually owns of their own stash and how much um, is actually just consumer funds that are in a wallet with a memo address. Do you know, Bruce? Are you a place where you can like know the difference? Um, I'm not sure if you can hear us. He's been on his like headphones or something. I don't think anybody knows, um, and that's why I was just you know made made up a number of a hundred million. But I don't think anybody knows. There's no way to tell. I haven't, I haven't analyzed Binance's wallets and all that shit for Luna Classic. I I really don't know the answer to that. Um, but like the way KuCoin works, for example, is there's a one big Luna Classic wallet, and it has like an address that. Um, like if you send money to yourself, you have to put a memo, which is your like account number there. And that's how it identifies it as yours and lets you trade it. Um, so that's kind of how it works on that particular platform. I don't know if that's how it is on Binance. Like I don't, if they have you use a memo, that means there's one massive wallet for everybody's funds. If it's um, like where it gives you a specific wallet for Luna Classic Chain uh, that's separate and you don't have to use a memo address, that means it's, uh, it is uh, like individual wallets for everybody and they have some other central wallet for staking or for like market making or whatever the hell they use it for or for liquidity or something. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not totally sure what they have uh, as far as like any impact, anything that they would do and how much it would bring back value. They have to be kind of careful. Technically speaking, they're not supposed to be implementing stuff to sort of pump their own bags in a sense. It's like a, I don't know. It's like it's a it's like a thing in market making where it's like almost like a, think of it like as an insider trading type of thing. You're not supposed to trade against your own customers. Like so, for example, let's say there's shorts, active shorts on Binance, and now Binance is implementing something that make the price go makes the price go up. Right? They're actually wrecking those people who have short positions on the platform. See the problem? So this is why like exchanges and whatever are supposed to be fairly impartial when it comes to these things. I don't know how to the extent that they are or like, you know, I, I think also depends on which uh, which jurisdiction you're in. I, I think this is also one of the reasons why you don't see as much leverage platforms in the United States. Like if you go to a Gemini or Coinbase or whatever, you don't set, tend to get like these exchanges that want to go through the regulatory burden of sorting that shit out because, you know, any kind of like insider trading activity within Coinbase, for example, or any kind of um, like, mm, I guess, support that you provide that counter trades your um, or, or uh, causes the price movement to happen. That's different from what your sort of like that can harm your leverage position holders. I think that creates a lot of problems regulatory wise for the U.S. customers. Whereas in other countries, like I think the thing is like there's nobody to really like take on those kinds of lawsuits or worry about it. So they, a lot of exchanges, I think they just like sort of go under the radar because like no one gives a shit. Like, you know, people trade on them and like people aren't paying attention. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. I don't know. Like, for example, I don't know when, for example, KuCoin will stop allowing U.S. customers to trade on the platform. 
I think because uh, they have a lot of coins and things that are considered securities. Sometimes KuCoin will lock you out of certain coins. Like you go on there to buy something, and if you don't have a VPN outside of the U.S., it'll say you can't buy this particular one. I can't remember which ones that it's done that to me in the past. But basically, it it will um, uh, like you know it, it won't allow you to purchase because it's like an IPO type coin uh, that um, some of these coin like coin uh, producers they'll make these coins and release them on uh, KuCoin, but like they'll say, well, they're not available to U.S. customers because um, it's going to like violate securities laws or something. So they do this, and then you but if you use a VPN, you can get around it. So. Anyway, but yeah, like I don't, I'm not sure how Binance has their system set up. I tend to use more KuCoin because um, I don't need most of the crap on Binance, so I, I don't really worry about it too much uh, to get a VPN and do all that shit. Um, otherwise, I could use like a foreign address and then like make an account and do all that bullshit. But it's I don't know, haven't bothered. Anyway, thank you, good sir. Yeah. Um, Lavender, what are you doing over there? Are you like king? Are you eating? I'm going to... Frolicking in the forest? I'm going to cook in a couple minutes. Uh, I'm going to cook some a nice little meal. I was thinking at nine I'll go down and cook. But I'm just, I've just been reorganizing my room uh, all day. And I just found this really nice earring. It's like purple and sparkly. And like they'll scatter all across my room, and then I found the other one five minutes later. So now I'm going back to try and find the first one, but it seems to have disappeared. I don't know. I feel like Doquan could be responsible for this. Oh, he's taken some of your cutlery or cooking utensils. Would you advocate for maybe shipping him to Saudi Arabia then to behead him? Hey guys, the yen just got rock pulled. Check it out. JPY USD pair. Oh, really? How bad is it? Point zero zero six. Like, what does that mean? I haven't looked at that yen in a long time. Uh, it seems like the currencies are collapsing into the dollar. The DXY is running super high. And it's been going parabolic for a while. And when it goes up, it must come down. Means our time is coming. This makes recession. Recession. More like a depression. Yeah, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Possible, yeah. Something to sing and dance about, my friends. I don't know about that. Storms are coming. Winter will be dark. Stock up your food before you lose your spark. Aren't there uh, food plants on fire too in in France? Uh, Yes. In in Paris, uh, there is a very large market um, and this was on fire. However, it was actually started by a a baguette uh, shop and they were cooking the baguette. It got too hot. And uh, because of the oven getting too hot, it is it is burning down uh, the entire market. It is not a conspiracy. It is just a stupid French uh, man who is wearing a you know the beret and the black and white striped T-shirt with little club oh, guy. Oh, oh, oh. Exactly, exactly. This is what is happening. I would also like to point out that suddenly, because it is in the news, we are all experts in foreign exchange 
talking about these these things until today because oh it's in the news okay let's all look and tomorrow it will be something new and the next day something new and you need to look at your own uh, information you need to have your own narrative and your own ideas of the world and you cannot stop you must stop reading these things and just being you know late the last person to find out you must be the first the first person to find these things and you know how you do this you listen to these twitter spaces with the long tail that is how you find out first before it is already in the news i just read the charts and then i play what they tell me so jk you're you're like what trading the japanese yen uh, i don't do um currency pairs that much mainly i stick with like the indices so like the nasdaq or s&p but i mean being that they um obviously um cover the whole market essentially um that's how i get a good reading on you know where we're at of course we listen to you know fans and shit like that but uh yeah, I just look at the charts, man, and compare, you know, from other, um, like your coronavirus era or your 2000s. Are, are, are you hiding away a decent amount of money every week or every month or whatever? Or, like, what are you doing? I mean, because I scalped, I set back um, a decent amount. So, like, for example, I'll give you real numbers. I'm not rich or nothing like that. So, like, if I make about 1000 a day or five to 700 a day, then I'll probably shave off um, a few hundred just for my own personal use, but then just keep that in my account. And then at the end of the month, I'll start off fresh with about, say, about 10K. Um, that way I can have the right leverage size. But shit's about to get real funny on a Forex market because they're shutting down, or they might be shutting down the platform that I use. They did in the Apple Store. So I might have to switch over to features. Oh, I see. So they have like some sort of regulatory reason they, they got rid of it, huh? Well, hmm. Forex, uh, the way I traded is in an unregulated platform. So because of the whole Russia shit, um, the platform that I use is apparently um, ran by some Russians or something like that. I don't know the full details behind it. They might be shutting it down, but I use it because I can be mobile with it. Oh, okay. Marie, babe, how's your teeth doing? My teeth are doing, they're doing okay. Um, I, d I don't have any, anything to speak of, like no problems recently. So that's pretty good. Um, I guess I have nothing to report as far as my teeth. Actually, I'll be honest with you. I haven't brushed my teeth. I can't even remember the last time I brushed my teeth. I guess it was like yesterday morning. So thanks for reminding me. Mm, are you having a, a like what are you doing these days are you having a good time yeah i'm having a really good time i um am still living in this swamp that doesn't have internet so i haven't been able to reach my goals of becoming a twitch streamer because of that um and i just i stopped going to the library to do the twitch streaming because there was too many homeless people at the library and they kept interrupting the twitch stream um, because I don't know if this is the same in every single town, but in this town, the library is basically for the homeless to do whatever they want. Yes. And then, and then like they send like workers to come and like take the homeless away if like things get too out of control, but things are pr like the threshold of being out of control and ha getting it taken care of in the town that I'm in is like very high. So like someone has to be literally outside having a panic attack, speaking to God, yelling at people, 
um, in order to get um, some help. So anyway, that's how come. So my internet's not good at my house, so I can't switch stream from my house. And then the internet is really good at the library, but there's just too many homeless people. Uh, Mar- Marie, can I, can I ask is you a library downtown? Well, Marie, can I ask you a question about your toothpaste uh, business? Is it possible that if you provided these homeless people with toothpaste that they might find homes and find jobs and find a future? I, yes. And I've considered that before. Um, and I would definitely bring them toothpaste. Um, I think that it could honestly save their li- life. It could save their financial situation. I, it could well, save their so emotional situation. Um, but the problem is that I don't have enough toothpaste with me. I have like my jar of toothpaste and then I have one other jar of toothpaste. And obviously like, I just, I don't have, like I'm in, I'm not at home right now. So I don't have all the toothpaste. Marie, Marie can, can, I, can I submit a practical suggestion for you have you considered potentially for virtue signaling purposes pairing with local dentistries such that not only do you provide them with uh your um homemade and very effective toothpaste but you also provide them with branded and uh signatured uh dental office uh provided um uh toothbrushes as, as a sort of complimentary good to to your 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 charitable venture yeah i think that's a really good idea um hmm there's a lot of things I'm thinking about, like, where could I get the toothpaste? Where could I get the toothbrushes from? Like, the hardest thing about my toothpaste is that, like, I like to source Wait, all the ingredients. Do you know the name of your current dentist? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't like my dentist, and so I don't ever want to talk to him again. And so I, I'm not in a good relationship with my dentist at this time. <laughs> Hang on. As Sefi might have something to say about this. Sefi, I, I know you're a physician. Um, do you guys look down upon dentists? Like, like, do you think DDSs are basically like either fraudulent or just inadequate med students? Mm, yeah, well, it's just a whole different thing. I think teeth are important. Um, but uh, yeah, they're... Mm, they're not at the same level, generally speaking. We do a different like level of thing. Really? What do you mean? Like, I consider, I mean, I consider dentists and doctors to be on, don't they have the same level of education, the same years of education? No, no, they, they, they don't. And dental admission, dental school admission is um, to be a doctor. No, like, doctor. for example, Marie, like a, a dentist probably can like start a dental practice yeah, with about like four years of training. And then like some of them will go do like orthodontics or something like that for a few more years. Whereas myself, like I've been, let's see, um, let me, well, well, let me, let me see, excuse me, Sefi. Yeah. So, so, so so myself, my particular specialty is, uh, 10 years, is 10 years. Well, can I, can I, because you have the the residency thing too. Mm -hmm. And, and fellowships and things to do like specialty things. Yep. Can I submit that the most accurate kind of comparison would be something like oral surgeons as compared to DDSs? Yeah, oral surgeon has to go to medical school also. Right, and, and oral, oral surgery involves not just like an extensive residency, but also a fellowship typically, no? Yeah, it's kind of, you have to do like, a, yeah, so that would be a different story. So yeah, you can do both and then do oral surgery and then all that. It's It's a long thing. 
So the, I, I guess the real question is, given your relative fluency in this in this question, Sefi, would you trust DDS to do uh, any major? De- not I'm not talking about just cavity, but like major dental surgery on you, or would you go to, you know, sort of like a surgical expert? Uh, no, like if, when when there's like, uh, like just like a wisdom tooth coming out, then like that could be a normal dentist. Uh, and then when you have something more complicated, um oftentimes that becomes a dental surgeon it just depends on the problem but anyway like how do we get on this like dental dis- trip right now well i was well, like no because we were trying to we were trying to solve homelessness by way of marie's exception. oh basically. yeah so you're saying the solution to homelessness okay it definitely would be a solution to homelessness um my toothpaste i just don't have capability like i think this is a good idea and um <laughs> the, and the it's something that i want to look into uh, sorry for interrupting, Maria. I'm, I'm talking too much right now. But, Seppi, um, the, the bridge that I'm trying to help you guys, or the gap that I'm trying to help you guys bridge, excuse me, um, is uh, that Marie needs a partner in crime or a partner in, uh, uh, let's say, uh, virtuousness, um, virtuosity, uh, in that she has this excellent homemade toothpaste that allows her remineralization, as she said many times. Um, but she doesn't have a dentist office providing toothbrushes with their personal insignia on them, including their phone number and so forth for advertising purposes uh, that she is paired with in effectively proselytizing this victory of tooth care that she has achieved personally. Kermit, I have no idea what you just said, but Marie, um, I would uh, say that uh, you have a lot of funny tweets. Like if people don't follow Marie, she has just like, Funny little tweets. They're cool. Uh, Sevi, can I can I respond to that? Mm. No, up? you can't. Let me ask you a question first. Marie, yeah. what happened to your streaming? I haven't seen a single post that you're streaming live. You were coming in here to multiple spaces pitching your streaming uh thing and maybe your your associated only fans and all this stuff many, many times, but we never heard of it again. Like we were expecting to watch your streams. What happened? Um, so that's going to be solved really soon, coach. So I don't know where I think you were somewhere else, but I just explained that I have really poor internet out here in the woods, um, that I live in. And so I started going to the library to stream. Um, but then there's just too many homeless people at the library and they, um, someone disturbed the, the stream. And I just had to stop going to the library because the library in my town is basically just for homeless people to hang out with hang out in and um wait, wait, it's just Murray, a bad Murray, situation you, for streaming i, I don't want to be doxy but are, are you in like the pacific northwest or something because usually in rural areas there's very few homeless people just because you have to like have a car to get around no i'm not in the pacific North, northwest i'm in florida and i well i live in the forest uh, but the forest it's like it's basically the sticks just outside of town um and i go into town for the for the library you, you know what? Also, also, I think it's possible my suggestion that you might cure homelessness with toothpaste is misguided because oftentimes, from what I know of Florida homeless, they're they're typically meth addicted and so they lose their teeth fairly quickly and don't have any to speak of. And so you'd be brushing gums alone. Um, does, this, does this reflect your experience? Honestly... I'm not really sure what's going on with the Florida homeless people. I would have to talk to them and kind of 
when I talk to Florida homeless people, we don't really talk about like what kind of drugs they're on because I tend to get a little, I just don't want to touch that topic because it seems like an intense discussion. So we just talk about other things, but um, I don't know. I think probably they're on meth. I don't know what it looks like when someone's on meth per se. So, so meth signatures would be like skin picking, like sores on the face, especially, or the neck or the arms. Um, Whereas if you're looking for like a junkie, like a proper, I guess used to be heroin, now fentanyl junkie, um, usually they're dead at this point, you know, once they've been added for for a year or two, but you, you see like abscesses or like obvious track marks, which are injection spots that scab over on the, typically on the lower arms or around the elbow area. That's really I, I, actually, you know what, Seth, you probably has a lot more experience with this than me, being that he's in the medical field. I, I, I I'm, I'm just uh, basing this on my watching of TV. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the homeless here, but I'm about to leave the forest that I live in and go somewhere else, and that place should have really strong internet, and then I can, do, like, do my dreams of being a Twitch streamer. So you all should follow me and you can you can be updated on my Twitch journey. And um, I'm going to be playing a game called Total War on Twitch because that's the only video game that I know how to play. And that's the only one that I've like tried that I like. So uh, which uh, which Total War will be playing, Marie? Will we be playing the Roman, the medieval or maybe mm-hmm. the, uh, the Warhammer? I like um, I like medieval to Total War and then I like Rome Total War. I like the old Rome Total War, not Rome Two, um, and I like the new medieval. medieval well, term. also severally, Ox here. I, I think we all can agree that you know if you're looking for like French victories, either got, got to go with the Charlemagne, you know, era, like the like the like the Holy Roman Empire era, or you have to get you know, or Pippin, I guess his son, or alternatively, you have to go with the Napoleonic era because Napoleon was a Napoleon was a military genius, right? But there, there really isn't a lot of like room in between or since. So, getting back to the uh, topic at hand, um, Marie, are you aware that um, there's this Korean guy named Do Kwon, and he's uh, uh, escaped? He's absconded from South Korean authorities for um, like complicated financial crimes. Apparently, that's what he allegedly. Um, he's hiding uh, right now. He's he's like uh, running from the law. Um, you've heard of this whole story? Actually, it's really funny that you mentioned that because there's this girl that's been in my DMs and for two months now, she's been messaging me like, Hey, do you know who Do Kwan is? Because I'm really confused. Um, sorry about bothering you, but like, I keep seeing Do Kwan's name on Monkdow's account. Just for context, the cryptocurrency he's referring to is called, uh, Terra Luna. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. I actually didn't know about Doquan, but thanks for telling me. Is this more is this like the McAfee situation? Kind of, yeah. He's we, we, he's kind of disappeared. Um nobody knows where he is, but he's tweeting still. So he's um tweeting funny little things and claiming he's in his living room and stuff while the cops have all like turned his living room over um in South Korea and like nobody knows where he is. He could be on a ship on the ocean somewhere, he could be I don't know, maybe on an island, oh, maybe so at, at somebody's apartment in South Korea. I'm not sure. You're 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 actually missing the point. Uh, uh, so, well, pardon me, that's kind of rude. I didn't mean to be rude. Um, no, Do, Do Kwan is in South Korea. 
And South Korean, the South, the South Korean government typically does not deport their citizens for almost anything, including murder, unless it's like a major. Wait, I'm sorry. Deport their citizens? No, yeah, he's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. he was a South Korean citizen at the time that he made. The, no, no, no. Right, right. I'm saying he'll never get deported to the U.S. by South Korea, the South Korean government because of citizenship. No, that's not what's happening. The South Koreans are the ones that are after him. Really? Yeah, they're the ones. So, that so there must have been a lot of South Korean owners of of Terra, of Luna or Terra. Or no, it's a securities thing. It's like uh, they they wanted to go after him for securities, which is kind of funny because he was actually working uh, for a while to try to get like UST and this and that with the South Korean government, which is interesting. So, like, it's not like as if they don't know this thing was going on, and so it's only after the crash they wanted to basically. Uh, attack him for securities type of violations or something. But by the, by, the, by, by the way, UST is also massively untenable and will inevitably crash at some point, most likely. Wait, it Does already he did. follow anyone in here? And should Wait, we no, 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 no. him? Excuse me, excuse me. I said UST. I meant USDT. Tether. Yeah, it might. Oh, what's that, Marie? Um, has he ever been in one of these spaces? Can we invite him? Hmm. Uh, good question. Um, I doubt it. He doesn't tend to get out too much on these spaces lately. Maria, there, there are so many people royally pissed off at this guy that he would be remiss to give his address out. Like it would be a major error on his part to do so. Um, so they're mad at him because he has their money. No, because he lost it. He doesn't have their money anymore. Nobody does. Maybe he should. Maybe he's lying and he actually has it. <laughs> Wait, has what? All the pe- the money of the people who are mad at him? No, like he just has his own money. Um, the, the people's money is irrelevant. It just, the value of it went down when the, the price of this coin went down. So people still have their coins. They're just not worth as much. When uh, Sefi, Marie, for context, when Sefi describes them as not worth as much, he means they're worth maybe like one one thousandth to one one hundred and oh, it's like one one ten thousandth of their. Yeah, which is what it was when it started. Uh, fair point. So, so how does he get all these people to give him their money? Uh, nobody gave them his, um, him their money. They bought these coins on different places. So the price of the coins went up. So hang on, Sefi, can can maybe it would help if you gave like an overview of how pump and dump works. Marie, do you want to know how pump and dump works? Um can I explain what I think it is? Sure. They get all it's when you get all these people to put money into a coin and then you do something that makes the coin worth nothing. Yeah, it's kind of like a bunch of people buy it, so it goes up. A bunch of people sell it, so it goes down. That's pretty much what it is. <clears throat> but the, the key is this. There's insider information there, right? So, like, I convince you and all your friends to buy it, and then I sell before you guys sell. And then the, then the coin collapses in value to zero, and then you're left holding Yeah, but that's, that's normal for everything. It's normal for stocks and everything. That's all standard stuff. Like, that's just called finance. So, the, yeah, it's not a pump and it wasn't a pump and dump. It was just price went up, price went down, and the system. Um, wait, wait, Sefi, are you? This T mechanism crashed. Sorry, man. 
no, no, it's just like it has a special mechanism, UST and Luna, and how the the two paired up together, and the system sort of crashed as the price of Luna fell. You're you're not you're not wrong about that at all. But are you sure there was no impropriety involved whatsoever? Mm, I haven't seen any. No, I haven't seen any. Uh, basically, what happened was the um, several um, several major um, f- funds or whatever t- took money out of uh, Anchor Protocol, which caused uh, like sudden changes. And um, there was um, there were some changes happening on Forpool, which was which is an Ethereum exchange where money was being shifted around. And some combination of events, whether it was like benign or some sort of actor that knew what they were doing, um, caused sort of a, a DPEG in the price of UST. And then sort of from there, like increasing drama occurred. Uh, people actually shorted Luna on major exchanges like Galois Capital and um, some others um, like uh, GCR and you know other people. So with a large short interest, basically the price of luna fell the collateral value dropped and then um on top of that like people were shorting ust and and uh ultimately people are shorting both actually and then that created like this death spiral situation that occurred uh but that's about it like there's nothing specific that uh like do kwan or somebody did well well for for context though right like the entire um uh <clears throat> excuse me balance was based upon um uh a presumed equivalency that could be accounted for quantitatively, right? So like, you know, if you if you mm-hmm. got too many Luna, you know, then you could, you know, trade them for, you know, Terra and I, I don't actually remember how it how it works. I, I watched a YouTube video. No, you have to burn you had to burn Luna to yeah. make UST or yeah. vice versa, depending on supply demand. It worked perfectly fine on chain. The well, problem was with well, different is- trading off chain it got wrecked. But this is a selling point, right? Because it was. So you could argue like it, it got it got broken by Binance and others, right? Right. But it, but it, this is a selling point, right? This that it was essentially a combination tethered coin with a floating coin, and as soon as that got out of whack, there was a death spiral. Yeah. So, but that was a, that's kind of how the system works. It worked as intended. It was basically normal. Um, it like what are you confused about? So basically, it wasn't meant to survive like external shorting mechanisms on uh, centralized exchanges, and um, like there wasn't a way to de- repeg, except for arbitrage agents, like individuals who would uh, take advantage of the DPEG and basically try to profit off of it by you know, like buying UST when it's low, or buying Luna when it's low, or um, when uh, UST DPEGed the downside, you know the um, like the, using the Luna burn mechanism to sort of arb that. So a lot of that was based on sort of external arbitrage. Um, not that different from like how it works with um, like not that different from how it works with um, like other coins that get arbitrage between different exchanges. So for example, like how does Bitcoin have the similar price on Binance and Coinbase? Do you know how that works? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I mean, typically it's like bot-based arbitrage, right? Yeah, so like if it's cheaper on one exchange, you buy it there, and you if it's more expensive on another, you sell it there. Yeah, so the no, same no, kind no. of thing. The same kind of thing ha- was meant to happen with Terra, uh, where like people take advantage of a lower, slightly lower price of UST and buy it, or um, sell a slightly higher priced UST um, 
you know, and then use the burn mechanism that you always have for remittance available. And uh, yeah, it worked as intended. It's just that it, it couldn't handle mm, the sheer amount of like off-chain traffic. And that's what ultimately caused the crash. But it wasn't necessarily done by design or sort of like, there's not a, there's not a really clear malicious intent involved. Now, there were people that thought that this could occur and were sort of ready to short in the right time period. So that sort of made the spiral worse. But as far as like malicious intent, not really. It's just standard wait, financial wait. practice. Uh, CFI, you're missing something, which is that Doquan had done this at least once or twice before. No. He, he had attempted to set up. Um, no, but that that but those were just attempts. There was nothing happened. You'd be talking about like basis cash and whatnot. Yeah, there's nothing special there. I, I believe if that's I'm just smoke and mirrors I, nonsense. Yeah, don't, don't I, read too I, much I, on the internet. <laughs> Uh, okay. Yeah, most um, of that's noise. No, there's nothing specific about this that was uh, like most of us that have like talked to him and like um, you know people that have like worked with him, like people at Delphi Digital and a lot of other um, investment houses. Did, did and stuff. He, wait, Cfi, did he get no. money? Like, did did he did he walk away like still like a multimillionaire, billionaire? Yeah, or? yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he had he had a lot of projects and money and lots of things well before. Even before Terra, right? So there was that. So, it, so sorry, Seppi. I'm, I'm because this contradicts like a lot of the. the no, he, he'd be, he'd probably still be wealthier than probably at least ninety five percent of people that were involved in Luna in the first place. Like he, he's pretty, he's probably wait, pretty wealthy. You, you seem to have like a like a fairly high opinion of him. Do you think he was actually a talented guy that just like fucked up or he, like he's absolutely him? talented? Yeah, I mean his his. Uh, well, I mean, first off, number one to. Get I don't know if any of you guys have gotten into Stanford, but um, that's not an easy task. Number one, like I know people that have gone to Stanford, and uh, number one, just the uh, the level of uh, sort of like productive and intellectual capacity you have to have just to make it into that place um, implies that you're, especially if you're doing it as an Asian, if you're doing it like in a uh, math, computing, or science-based field to get into Stanford, you know, the probability that your IQ is somewhere in the 120 to 30, 130 range minimum is pretty high, actually, if not certain. So to say that he's not smart is ridiculous. Um, no, he's no, one of no, the no, smarter no, people in the crypto space. I, I, I don't doubt that. I think I think the main problem with using uh, university selection, um, and I say this is somebody that went to a top 20 university, um, is... Which, which university did you go to? Uh, I went to school in Baltimore, um, but what, Johns Hopkins or something, or yeah, what are you trying to dox me, bro? I don't, I mean, whatever. I don't know. If you, my point is like, mm. um, like, I, I'm just curious, like what your, uh, your background is, but the point is that, uh, the, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he's a, he's a bright guy. I like, uh, like, what do you want to know? Like, well, no, no, I, we I, was, I was going to point out. We're assessing Doquan's IQ. Yeah, Doquan's intellect. He, uh, he's asking whether he's a bright guy or like, how are we going to say? No, no, no. IQ estimate. You want an IQ estimate? I'd say a good one fifty. No, yeah. I. Th that was not my point at all. My point was uh, I wanted to observe, and I think this is objectively true, and you probably agree, um, that that not only do elite universities select very aggressively for overall fluid intelligence, like G factor or IQ or however you want to kind of whatever metric you want to eat, want to employ, but secondarily, they, they very aggressively select for high conscientiousness and conformity, which is not necessarily a good thing. Right. So like people that like from eighth grade and on either know, you know, as to, you know, kind of like, 
performative. Yeah, but like you're just like I would say like um you're yeah you're you're talking about this idea that like okay there's some geniuses out there that don't go to big universities that is true obviously that's just like obvious there's plenty of people that are quite smart that don't necessarily go to like these types of universities right um, but at the same time it's like uh, if you ask yourself like what is the probability that those places have really really smart people um, it's pretty good like I don't know like what else do you want to know. So no, it doesn't no, really no. like that. We're not saying that, like, let's say Doe or anybody else that's been to these universities or whatever is has to be the smartest in the entire universe. Like, that's not what we're saying. But there is a selection process that m makes a high probability that um, that there is some level of intellectual capacity there. Is all my is my point was. So, and then on top of that, even if you take the people that have been to Stanford, let's say, um, not everyone produces anything. Like, there's a lot of people that go to Stanford or whatever, and they have like, you know, they become normal doctors or normal lawyers or, 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 or the awful types of like investment bankers and private equity fuckers, whatever, who cares? I mean, the point is like the people, well, all sorts well, of but, but Seppi, I, I wasn't doubting any of this though. My, my only, my only point was, was not, um, sorry, living in the city. Um, uh, my, my only point was that, um, they're not that that people that go to these schools is, are not exceptionally exceptional intellectually. My point was that they're aggressively selected for certain psychological profiles that are not necessarily conducive to sort of a productive optimum, right? And this is very salient mm, because I don't know about that degree of credentialism is an incredible gatekeeping. Uh, you know, kind of bulwark against those that are really individualized thinkers, really original type people. And, and I, you know, honestly, like, like my personal examples. So anecdotally, I want you, you to something to say, sorry, God. So you're saying, you're saying, you know, a lot of people that have um, become like, I don't know, let's say, um, like, I don't know, multi-billionaires or whatever without going to college or. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. See, the, like, so the point is, like, number one, there's some of us that probably could do fine having never gone to school at all. So, like, one thing to clarify is, like, most of us that, like, for example, I've skipped multiple years of school and, you know, whatever. And the point is, like, I could have survived if you threw me in a jungle. You're clearly a very intelligent dude based on a combination of your but, but what I'm saying is, like, so the colleges and whatnot, like, you don't have to go to those things to do really well. You could just skip all of it and just sort of, like, invent whatever it is you're going to invent, right? There's no need to do any of that. Um, either, by the way. Um, so like, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, they select for certain personalities, blah, blah, blah. But it, like, who cares? Like, what are you going to do? It's not select. Do you want to just let anyone in? Right. Are you going to select for what? Like, um, it, like, let's my, say, I my, well, like, let's well, say I have a dream. Well, you're, you're asking, a, you're asking. Think of, think of it this way. Let's say I say, Ooh, you know what? I'm really smart. And I have this idea and I'm going to build an amazing fucking like, I don't know, skyscraper or something. And I'm going to build like genetic mach machines inside of it to like, you know, like build a bridge to Mars or something. Like I have some amazing idea. Like, you know, what are they going to like take everybody with a great idea? Well, no. So, so, so you have to be able to execute something to, for them to have to have an institution where they want to select specific smart people. Right. No, no, I, I, no. I fully agree with you. I mean, like, like, my but, like, the num like in other words, the number of people, like, ten, you know, thousands of people you meet that think they're smarter than they really are. It's, it's like myriad. It's literally legion. Like everyone thinks, Oh, I could get into that. 
or I could do no, this. No, 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 no. I, I would actually argue the biggest differentiator is work ethic. Like, I know plenty of people that are smart that have done fuck all with their lives, get involved with drugs, fucking, you know, fucked off, or like their entire 20s and are now trying to com- compensate for that or whatever. Right. And, you know, I do not doubt these people exist and, and are, you know, essentially like based on the based on the sort of metrics you're, you're um, suppositioning, you know, losers. I, what I did want to ask you, though. No, is... statistically, losers are largely just losers. Like, uh, the, the number of people we're talking about, like, this edge cases where, like, you know, someone who basically is completely useless, who suddenly, like, turns into a butterfly and, like, you know, invents something amazing, uh, occasionally happens, but it's well, not. Well, it's I, not I, want, I wanted to ask you this, Cephi. Uh, this is mostly, like, the fantasies people tell themselves that, like, oh, like, you sure, know, sure, I, I, sure. I, can, I can, like, be uh, anything I can, I want to be, but I can, I can like pretend I can be fucking amazing, but like, yeah, I don't I, actually do I, anything. I, I remember, right. I remember <laughs> so the original dichotomy with respect to that is the, uh, I'm not a good test taker fiction, right? Like, you know, uh, I'm really, yeah, sure, so I'm that's the, you're right. Like there's a lot of people though, that can both do everything you're saying and take the test really well too. I know. I know. I, <laughs> so, I, I was, I was always yeah. a much better test taker than when I was a student, but, um, I did want to ask you though, like, have you ever taken an IQ test? Because it, it's from what you've told no. me, like you, uh, you, like you, you were, you were very prodigious. Um, yeah, uh, I've never, I've never bothered. I like it. Like, I don't know. Like I was, I was, the only I was basically like, for example, I was like etching circuit boards in like sixth grade, for example. Right, right, right. Uh, using so, acid. Right. Were, so like were, the old were school way. Intel, were you an Intel Westinghouse winner? No, I never went to the like the the large scale things like I didn't really have the money or the support. Like, for example, like when I was a kid, um, I just sort of grabbed stuff off the shelf. Seth, and Seth, make can things. I ask you a potentially weird question? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, like, what's your ethic? And the Intel thing was before that came out after my age when I was at that age, by the way. So I went to like some of the like um, sort of like regional and state style like fairs but like national science fair and stuff like intel wasn't doesn't didn't exist at the time so yeah, a bit older. no no I, I was gonna ask you um i, I said a potentially rude question uh well like what is your ethnic background what is like your parental background like were your parents also very bright and accomplished or like like did you inherit this randomly or like what was your kind of the, the cohort from which you just no my, my father had an engineering background mother was a physician background um so uh yeah it's kind of like it, not too exotic i would say as far as like um educational backgrounds and stuff what well, are are you are you east asian or or uh, south asian or are you are you like a like a like a kind of deranged white boy like myself like what like if no, i'm again, kind of like plain jane american my wife is indian though so my son's uh um no got indian in him <laughs> like so I, I don't I don't think these things really matter, but they, they're they're very powerfully explanatory. Like, well, like, I, I, I married, so I kind of married up, actually. So like my wife's side of the family is uh, considerably smarter. Um, so actually, like my son is like more much more extremely high, uh, like intellect than myself, uh, which is kind of funny. Uh, can, so can, like, I ask, can I ask you a question about mm-hmm. raising? Because like me and my girlfriend are looking to, looking to having kids. My my girlfriend has a a PhD, um, although I'm more business oriented. Um, and like, I'm wondering like, what is it like to raise like a very bright young man, like a very bright boy or whatever? Like, like how do you, how do you handle that? And how do you deal with the fact that like the educational systems are not calibrated to deal with those types? Um, 
Yeah, it's pretty easy. I say, um, I have a simple rule. Like I tell him like, okay, like if you want to do like, first off, like doing this like idea that, oh, like you shouldn't play the game of like getting the grades and stuff. Um, like, I don't know. It, it makes no sense. It's like so easy to play that game. Um, that it's just like, it doesn't make sense not to do it if you can. So like what I would tell him is like, well, like your goal in class is not to learn anything. Um, your goal is simply to go get, um, good grades. Uh, if you want to learn things, you have to do it on your own. So if you want to learn, let's say programming or, um, robotics or whatever the fuck you're doing, like you, you'd have, you want to do that on your own. They're not going to teach you that at school. So anyone that goes to school to learn is a moron to begin with. Like you just, you're just, your mistake is right there and that's the end of it. So second thing is you tell them basically like you should basically read everything that happens the following year, um, like a month before, like you go to school. So like if you're quick enough, if you can read fast enough, the, the months before you go to actual school year, like if you're in like high school or junior high or something like that, you just finish the entire grade before you walk in. So you basically just get hundreds and everything. Like that's number two. Um, like if you do that, it's like the simple recipe to get rich. Like there's no question, like there's no way you don't make money, especially in the Western world by simply just like defeating the system. Most kids are just too stupid or too lazy to do this. And then they make excuses for themselves, but that's just how it is. But there's no reason why you can't do it. Like there's nothing like you can go to amazon.com or some eBay or some shit and buy every textbook of your high school class in the following year and just read the entire thing. Like most kids just don't do it. That's all like it's like they buy all sorts of stupid ass shit on the Internet. Right. But like like people don't do that. So most people, it's like they're stupid by proxy. Like it's like it's just a given. They just don't care now that you don't have to do that either. Like you just read a lot of books. Um, for example, some people just read tons of fiction or I, like, I, I have a separate question. Yeah. This, this is something my girlfriend and I have discussed. What do you think about the idea of red shirting where like you let your kids start kindergarten when he's five and a half instead of four and a half? Yeah, that's what my mother did. So I started at like four. And and, and the, the, the importance there isn't the intellectual development so much as is the, the sort of like capacity for encouraging social dominance and social, you know, capacity. Yeah, all you need is like if you're among older kids right from the very beginning, you immediately have a different benchmark for who you're supposed to be for that class, right? So a simple the hack is basically to drop your kid in some sort of like private school where they where you can go to kindergarten at like age what? Normally, I think it's like age seven or something. Okay, okay. Sevi, Sevi, only because you're fluent in this. Can I? Can I? I'm sorry to interrupt you. I keep interrupting you because you've got a lot of knowledge. Um, so pardon me. Um, how do you find like a good private school to send your kid to? Because I would. Mm, it depends on the city. So the city is going to vary a lot. Um, I'm I'm in the American Southeast. Southeast. Um, yeah. I, I, well, I would just like pretty much call up schools and say. Um, uh, look at the ones that allow you to sort of like uh, start them in kindergarten a bit early. And that's the first step. So some places don't let you do that. So, so, so you, you think it's actually better to start a, a, especially a young boy early as opposed to late? Yeah, it depends though. It depends on their capacity. So I can't like, genetics plays a big role, right? You can't, uh, you can't will this into existence. Your DNA is what it is. So all that can, all of this can only bring out what's already sort of innate to some yeah, large. I, I already understand right. this. Dude. So, like, like you've, so you've from that this. part, like if you already have that, you believe like, okay, I've got this kid and it looks like he's, you know, she's progressing at the right level and uh, is able to sort of read already or whatever. And uh, could probably do fine, like whipping the other big kids in in like a kindergarten thing. You start them early and there's your first year of like saving some time as far as like wasting time in school. 
right? And then like you can do things like, oh, I don't know, you can kind of work on a whole bunch of like high school credits so that you skip a year of college and then you can go to college, do not, you know, like do some over the summers and this and that, skip another year of college there. So you can easily drop like if you have a little strategy, you can like graduate three years earlier than normal. So, um, so at least Western do think, schools. Do you think homeschooling, if you want to avoid the kind of like wokeness and sanity and the training shit, I mean, but if you pardon my language, nah, you're, you're just um, my, you, nah, it's not, it's not useful. So, like, so, you, you, it's better to like learn the world as it is with all the various like funny shit going on, and you just have to like figure out like number one. Well, but how, how do you disabuse if, if indeed that is the case? Your kids of the propaganda that are receiving school. Mm, well, like if you look at Jonathan Haidt's work, like your political philosophy, like left, right, libertarianism is largely uh, phenotypic. It's not learned so much. So the reality is, is like your kid's going to be whatever the fuck he is. Like it's not going to be genetic. Like if, let's say you and your wife or let's yeah, say. David Foster both, Wallace had a quote about this. He said, you know, it's great what your parents do for you. But at the end of the day, of course, you end up becoming yourself. Yeah, it's like, uh, so Jonathan Haidt's work uh, is probably worth looking at, but it appears that like the genetic um, break, I mean, the phenotypic breakdown of political behavior is largely like it's, it's number one, there's no evidence it's autosomal, like uh, dominant or some shit. Like, let's say you and your wife are conservative, your child's going to be conservative well, no, no, or, right, in, in, or the other way around. Okay. In, in, fair, in fairness, though, this is a profoundly naive uh, conception. But, but you the, follow what I'm saying, though, right? You, it's, there's, no, there's no known like good correlation between like libertarian left or right philosophy between yeah. you and your spouse that's going to make your kid consistently one of those three categories. No, no, I know. I, I feel yeah, it's, my, So my, therefore my, what, I, what I guess my point to you is let's say your kid goes off to such and such school and let's say there's a bunch of people, let's say your kids, like you want your kid to be right wing. And it's like a left-wing school. Let's just take an example. I don't care yeah, which side I, you're I, on. I don't. I don't. So if your right kid is like naturally like um, has a more conservative value set or right-sided value set in his brain, or uh, phenotypically, like you'll find that like no matter how much sort of like different types of indoctrination you try to force on them, they typically will ultimately find their sort of like. Um, like their left, right, libertarian political destiny, almost just naturally. Um, so like you almost notice this in their behavior too. And when they're growing up and uh, so like this idea, like I don't worry too much about this idea of like homeschooling and trying to shield people from the world. Cause that shit just won't work. Like it's, just no, it's like, there's no evidence that it necessarily works the way you think it would. Um, so that's why I don't, you asked the question of whether I would homeschool or something like that. Yeah, that's the reason why I would say no. What you want is you want to basically choose your kids' friends. And people say you can't choose your kids' oh, friends, but this, this isn't is, true. This is actually very interesting. Can you can you explain how one goes about doing it th this without being intensely yeah. controlling? Yeah, it's really simple. You move to the place where the schools have the type of kids you think uh, need to go to your school. Like so, So parents that are really, really into education, like my parents were, um, and wanted to do so with, on a budget, right? Like we didn't have, like we didn't have that much money. They would move to a place that has really high level public schools, at least in the United States. And typically that's like in every town, there's like some neighborhoods that have that. Um, and you just basically have to like live in a house or apartment or something in the, in the district or whatever that has the type of, um, like, uh, caliber of folks you want your kid to be around. And then the probability increases that your kid's going to be around smart people. 
Now, this idea of like, okay, you're going to shoehorn your kid into knowing what friends you're going to have. No, it's not going to happen, right? You're not going to be able to pick exact anything. Like kids are going to be attracted to different types of people. A lot of it's random chance, which no, class you happen no, to get no, and all that shit, right? I, I fully get it though, because like I, I, I've, I have a friend that dropped out as an MIT grad student and married an MIT professor. And he said that like, the precocity of the people in his son's preschool class was incredible, right? Like, because they were all children of MIT yeah. professors, at least exactly. if not half entirely. And that, yeah, their genetic probability of being really smart high, yeah. Right, right, right. And, and, and so, and, but this type of social socialization tends to enable like the full expression of one's capacity, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, sometimes, but you know, like other times, um, it's interesting, like, you have, to, people have these things brought out by stress, like, so for example, let's say I'm like, really smart at building missiles for my bicycle, okay, uh, but like, I, I wasn't stressed by anyone who is like threatening me, then I wouldn't have put missiles on my bicycle um, when I was a kid, right, like, that's an example, <laughs> Like with something I did. Well, so like this sounds like the this sounds like a microcosmic interpretation of the general sort of anthropological thesis that wars drive technological innovation. Right. Like, <laughs> well anyway, but you see my point, like the 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 need sometimes is um the reasons why you might feel like you have to use your intellect varies dramatically. Like sometimes it's like, for example, you're trying to impress a girl because she's smart. You might be something else like um, you like are interested in some kind of like specific hobby or something and you have to develop a, a knowledge base to work in that hobby or like there's any number of different things. The problem is like you can't really be certain what will inspire your kid to do these things. You can't really be sure which kid that you befriend is going to be like a good influence or maybe a bad influence, but well, pushes well, you into well, something. Seppi, Seppi, right? can you provide us with some anecdotal kind of ex like, like I, I don't want you to be docs or anything, but like, you know, and you don't have to say any, anything about your kid, you know, besides maybe their age, but like, like what was your experience kind of like both teaching them and also like socializing them? Like, did, like, did you have any specific, you know, successes or failures if you can d describe even a kid's development that way? That might also be like a meaningless, meaningless question. Cause like, like what does it mean to become a person, right? Like a success and a failure at age like three to five, like is not a, like. Do you understand? Um, my, there's a, my yeah, question? there's a couple of features that are really obvious in children that um, usually imply um, like a high degree of like proficiency. Um, so one of them is so um, uh, delayed gratification is a huge one. So if, if a kid can like, Oh, you're maybe, talking about the marshmallow test or whatever. I don't know. Like, but the, but the point is like any kind the ability to um, plan for an outcome that's farther and farther into the future where you do something today to benefit you, say, for example, a day, a week, a month, a year from now, um, the longer that delayed gratification is the higher the probability that like um, a person can plan for like longer term futures and therefore like do all the work necessary to get there. So that's one example. Um, other examples, of course, are just like explicit productivity, like kids that like, you know, want to create something and just simply do it. Like, you know, I have a niece, for example, that like she starts drawing on her iPad and she starts drawing like fashion drawings, all sorts of shit. She's a little kid. Um, and you can tell 
Um, so you can tell, like, you know, she has the ability to execute. She doesn't have to be told to do these things. The motivation is self-driven, right? Like you'll see this in some kids. So, you know, like, you know, it, it is what it is. Like the reality is like most of those things you're not going to be able to control except to some extent, like who you decide to marry in the sense that like, like if you need like more intellect in your like gene pool, like go marry a Jew or something, right? Like the average IQ there is like, you know, average is 115. So like the odds are pretty good. You're going to like, um, you know, if, if you don't have that in your gene pool that you, you are having odds of marrying an individual that's fairly high IQ, for example, um, or like a Japanese at like 110 or something. So some part of it is like, just kind of like, um, you know, meld with a gene pool. Yeah, you're being silly, dude, because that's low resolution mate selection, right? Like, if you're ju- choosing who you reproduce with based on their ethnicity, like, you're this is like an incredibly retarded tactic, right? Like, you're way better off, like, talking to the person, getting to know them, and figuring out their, like, overall. Mm, maybe. Than you are. Know. Well, no, because even, even regression and mean only lasts for one generation, right? Like, uh, true. So, so, so like, you would have so, to have so like, if you typically find a Gentile Euro or like, t- a, typically, if you look at Asians, up, like, a, like, a, like, a, you know, an elite Northeastern, Euro, like an elite Han, you know, or an elite uh, Brahmin or something, you know, that have, that have very high IQ, like, right. You know, a multi-generational uh, of course of metric of excellence right and so yeah but but that's would, all you're going to get like what, are, what 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 other options do you have you're going to have like what you're going to do this by just going to a bar right? um, you see what i'm saying so like if if this no, matters no, to you, like no, you're literally honestly, trying to breed intelligence honestly, right? like, honestly yeah. uh, the way that i got together with my current girlfriend uh was by being in a very like sort of high iq if you'll pardon the the phrasing college town and, and going to a bar yeah but this, this is also this is also now like seven years ago so yeah it depends on the cultures too like it depends like um you know well, there's like I'm, I'm, mention- also, I'm also like a like like kind of a weird case which is like i'm an intellectual white guy that's also like you know six three and you know two ten so like i like i don't i'm not like a normal kind of like dorky guy even though i am dorky as fuck but like yeah but but so what? I mean, what I'm saying is like, if you're trying to sort of marry in, in a direction that you're, if you believe for whatever reason you need smarter kids or something like that, then like, that's the only route one could take is like literally. Well, marry but, but hang on. <laughs> like, isn't a lot of this like sexual selection that you're talking about? Like, like, doesn't it occur subconsciously? Like, isn't it the case that like, like the people that you can personally relate to, for example, are like, like IQ 120 plus types? It, de- of, it depends. Um, like some of us are pretty good at finding almost anybody we want and can probably like, uh, you know, marry anyone we want to marry. And other people are going to be like, uh, have a harder time doing that. I think it just depends. Mm. Like, it really depends yeah. a lot. What do you think, Bruce? Well, I, I don't know. I kind of zoned out earlier in the conversation because it seemed to be like educational strategies for Kermit's children who aren't even born yet, which is kind of far out. So I kind of, I don't know, like I fell asleep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've always dated women around the IQ of like 80 to 85, something in that region. Like not a complete fucking retard, but like highly exploitable and just low effort. Like I can write little notes like, I love you, baby. And that satisfies her for like a fucking week. You know what I mean? It's just effortless. And Wait, I get the coach. Was, was your preference primarily like like trailer trash whores or ghetto whores? No, just just um, in the UK we call them like council trash. Oh, it's the you would coach. Family, you would. 
the families who live in council estates who you know need uh, subsidies from the government to live and stuff like that i tend to 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 scrape or prowl those neighborhoods and get to know some of the girls usually hanging around the village shops and things you know i say how are you i'm uh, i'm a bitcoin owner and then yeah it goes from there. i take the cinema if you watch some kind of disney film or something you know like the modern versions of pocahontas and that warms their heart and then i kiss them and take them back and fuck them so would you say you, you wait, wait, coach, a rescue them, coach? Co- coach, are you also a sex haver? I'm also what? A sex haver. Yeah, I'm a sex haver. I've had I've had much sex with many different women and in my, my life. So far, yeah. How come? Yeah, and, and and by the way, Kermit, like uh, for example, I've, I've got like for example a, a son that's uh, quite intelligent. And I get nervous about the idea of him uh, marrying someone that's actually of uh, you know similar intelligence. I, I prefer, I think, not necessarily intellect, but more in his case. I think it's better off, like for the sake of like his children, that wait, wait, wait. he marries someone more emotional, someone with a little bit more EQ type of thing, you know, or uh, whatever you want to call it. Like I think, I, I, in I, my I, mind, I prefer that because. Then, like the the you know my grandchildren, whatever the hell, are going to be like more balanced, perhaps have a, like a loving uh, mother in the house instead of like you know it's like this kind of like yeah. quasi artistic sort of like high IQ kid running the show. It's like it can be yeah. kind of weird for families. Seth, I don't get that. I'm sorry, your head coach. I was saying I don't I just don't get it. I don't get guys who would seek an intellectual equivalent or you know a kind of a high IQ equivalent artist, like a mirror image of themselves in a woman. I think guys like that are just just really stupid and and tend to be in fact homosexual on average um you know if you want to have an intellectual sparring partner or a guy to have debates or you know rhetorical battles with or whatever just just find male friends with that don't seek that in a woman women have what, different qualities coach i actually have a question about that what if you purposely go for someone of like obviously a lower iq status and all that sort of thing but you're doing it to like elevate them just i mean obviously not to your level because it's not always that possible what if you're trying to elevate them up and then obviously it will, it will never be 100 percent even but someone that you could potentially go right you know that there is a bit of back and forth to it although there wasn't before do you know what i mean no are you talking about like trying to save another family's genetic future or something like that like what's the point um, i meant on a mental like level so like if you if you found someone that interested you they weren't the smartest in the world they you know lacked a bit of common sense but you knew like you know with a, a few years work rough around the edges you could churn them up and like you know it would elevate them to a, a new like you know i don't know mental capacity you know they're, they're, they're thinking correctly you've like educated them a little bit that's all they what what would your stance be on that yeah i think that's common you know we've done that historically a lot um, but you're not talking about like intellectual capacity or potential there. You're talking about education, presumably, because you're talking about bringing them up to your level, which is like actualizing their dormant capacity. So it's a little bit different. Yeah, the, the thing, too, is like I think of it this way. Um, like, first off, like the Kermit, like the fact that you're even um, wondering about this, right? The fact that you are considering this you already have some idea of like what you want your children to look like. You know, you have an idea of what you want them to look like physically, perhaps you have an idea of what you want them to look like. Like you have this imagine you like you have a dream in your head usually 
of like where this is going. And you tend to like um, examine for these things in a mate. You're like, okay, is this woman smart? Is she graduated from such and such? Does she make a certain amount of money? Does she not like mate? Or does she have like creative ability? Whatever the hell that is. Right. So like, you're like this idea, like this, like everything is just a pure chemistry thing. Maybe, but like at the same time, you've already admitted that you have certain traits that you're looking for. You're looking for like educational capabilities in a child and things like that. So it's like the, the first thing is like just figuring out what you want, right? If you already, if you know you want those things, there's no reason not to make them like uh, plain in your mind and then just go after what you want. Like, like why not, right? So I think like, yeah, you don't have to like look for something very, very specific because you're only going to have a certain sea of fishes or whatever. Um, and uh, yeah. you dropped off. <laughs> Sure yeah, my, my advice with with most guys would be like don't don't f- try and find something in a woman you could easily find in your male friends like just on a basic level find something that is is like a unique constellation of qualities for for a woman like to 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 give you and and by doing that by by expressing that 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 heterosexual focus on really selecting a woman for her value as a woman her qualities as a woman you'll get a much more balanced child and a much more more wholesome, balanced family to you know the yin and the yang and whatever. Um, it's I, I've seen this before, like weird, weird kind of a guy. It's it's typically something uh, guys do when they're they're young too, when they're teenagers, adolescents. They tend to get the girl in class who's very similar to him um, for whatever reason. They tend to to kind of uh, fall for girls or have a crush on girl based on personality and interest similarity. But then inevitably on a lot of guys' learning paths in relationships and stuff, they realize that, you know, similarity does not make for a good relationship. In fact, in many ways, it ruins it. It, it diminishes that kind of dynamism and, and polarity and, and the difference in qualities that make it fun. It turns it into a kind of a, a weird, stale, might as well be like a homosexual relationship, you know, like two guys, um, two autistic guys fucking in a treehouse or something, devoid of all juice. Uh, for me, it's like... If I'm dating a girl, I do not want any of the qualities that a guy might have in my life, like, you know, my male friends or let's say my online male friends, like maybe Sefi and Chugs and Zero Xers and stuff. I would never want a girl to have any of the qualities they have. Like if if a girl has any quality like uh, integrity or conscientiousness or something like that, then I don't fucking want her because I have that in men already. I want her to be a complete fucking bitch. I want her to be crazy. I want her to drive me wild. I want her craziness to be correlated almost exactly with the amount I lust for her. I want to fuck the shit out of her. I want her to fuck around. I want her to, to betray me. Um, I want her to do stuff that is worthy of punishment. And I want to punish her with my dick every day. Like I want to come home and she hasn't made my fucking dinner that I requested of her. Because I know for a fact that if Sefi was waiting at home, he would make my dinner. He would, he would say, you know, welcome home, Bruce. Here's your wonderful um, steak and potatoes and stuff. What I want is a bitch who will not do that, who when I come home after my long work day working at my factory is like, oh, well, you offended me earlier if I didn't make you dinner. And then I bend her over the fucking bed and fuck the shit out of her to punish her and make her incapable of walking for the next fucking three months with my penis. I, I, I ruin her completely so that she learns that fucking lesson through my dick. Yeah, exceptional analysis. Like the way you know it's uh, it has to be true is because how quickly it rolls off of Bruce's tongue, right? He's not like manufacturing this; it's just spontaneously emerging, as you've noticed, right? Does he? Does it sound like uh, he's making this up? I don't think so. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was part one of a two-part Chepi Space 
How do we capture Donald Kwan? Recorded on Monday, September 26th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. In the darkest of times, when the phoenix arises out of the ashes like some burned up papyrus, open the sarcophagus and release the virus. Got a lump in your throat like tonsillitis. When the flags go up like everyone is righteous, spending government checks sniffing up the white dust. The previous generation wants to be just like us. Fuck that shit, I'm trying to be like Mike was. Drop the bias and you might survive this. The mummy coming through to remind your highness. I might just buy up my own fucking island, build a little bunker then wait for the timer countdown to zero day exploiting every exploit in your internet sex toys in emitting vibrations through the ether did you just come me either We're lost at the right time Blindly following stars in the night sky Part of me might ride away with the prize fight Man versus everything else until the time's right Unleash the cracking. No wait, that was crack Fuck now, everybody feeling all amped up Fucking like bunnies to the national anthem Ugly little shits eating up all our rhythm Mishandling the captions Who has the answer? Holding our attention for ransom Fed up with all the red tape And the boring template Like it matters if it's a blue or red state Charged every month and we can't even cancel Feeling distressed? Fuck it, kill the damsel Fuck yeah, spread it like we're on some undead shit And pass the bitch around like a meme from Reddit In the beginning it was suggested That the mortality rate would be 5% And the numbers are so much higher We're not ready for the next epidemic And so if your oxygen level falls too low And it cannot be kept up with just what we call nasal cannulas or rebreathing oxygen masks. If you can't get enough oxygen from that, then they will intubate the, the patient. Terrible spaces.